Hey, Luke, did you hear about the Mexican train killer? No. He had locomotives. <laughs> this week's another digital citizen. We're going to talk about news from the week, NXT takeover, and SummerSlam predictions. The Georgia Guidestones. We're going to torture Tilly with TV round one. We're going to talk about Pete's Dragon and the best episode of Brain Dead? Question mark episode eight. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 45. 45, wow. Uh, of another digital citizen. My name is Fro. With me, I have Tilly and Luke, but I'm no, not going to introduce them because we have to be quiet because I'm watching golf. That's really. La 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 la. Shh, Tilly. You, you can't make noise when, when people are playing golf. I learned that this week. Because uh, yeah, they have uh, signs. They actually have signs around the golf course that people hold up where it says quiet. <laughs> no joke. Well, yeah, if I was there. Actually, right. no, I wouldn't be there. That's the whole, the whole point. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you were there, <laughs> what? I think the whole idea is, like, in baseball. Have you ever been to a baseball game, Fro? This is probably a silly question to ask in Norwegian. Oh, this is Luke. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, yes, I have been to a baseball game. You know, like, people will go, hey, batter, 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 swing. They'll, like, say that kind of stuff, yeah, like, to yeah. throw off. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the idea in golf. They don't want people in the crowd to go, uh, hey, putter, 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 swing, putter, putter. But uh, <laughs> I want hecklers. <laughs> but I, I want to test your uh, both knowledge about uh, some members of uh, the athlete uh, group from uh, the US of A. Herr Tiller, what does Michael Phelps do in uh, the uh, Olympic Games? Uh, Michael Phelps. A swimmer? He's a swimmer. How did I get that? Uh Wow. Uh, Luke, what 
does, uh, let's say, Venus Williams do? Oh, easy. Tennis. Yeah. There you see. It was way easier than my one. Was really? it? I, I think they're both as easy, but that's just me. I guess. Okay. Uh, Tilly. Justin Gatlin oh. uh, uh, took a silver this week. What did he do? Um, was he a cyclist? No. Uh, do you do you know? Look. Say the name again. Justin Gatlin. Gatlin. Justin Gatlin. I don't know this, but uh, I guess I'll go with the javelin. No, he took the silver in the hundred meter sprint. <sighs> Should have known that. Running, uh, running, <laughs> running thing. So you, you're both bad. Uh, let's say, um, for example, Luke. Yeah. Uh, what does Jordan Larson, uh, what does she do? Uh, I'm going to guess it's gymnastics. Okay. Some type. Okay. Um, let's go with the rings. And she is, is a volleyball player. Ah, not even <laughs> close. <laughs> uh, Tilly, what does Cassidy Cook do? Um, I don't know. Is baking in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> No. No. Oh, uh, discus. <laughs> discus. She does diving. Yeah. You oh, are both close. really, really good at this game. So let's drop. The, <laughs> let's drop this game because I could ask you almost like everything, and you will get nothing right. But I have uh, a question: What sure. about putting pro wrestling in the Olympics? Um, and I'm gonna say this in a way mm-hmm. that maybe you will understand. Instead, instead of it being like uh, swimming or something like that, it would be judged like um, a pro wrestling match. The pro wrestling match would be judged like uh, gymnastics, right? Instead of being judged like a sport. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like like uh, with style points and exactly yes yeah yeah why not Could that that will never happen but I would that would be fun okay yeah me too uh, I think it would be uh, right fun uh, we have uh, now taken three bronzes and I know uh, Norway I'm talking about that's the general we 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 took three bronzes like I did something. Other than being Norwegian, like I, I, I like I, I train them, yeah, the royal way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, in uh, some strange news, uh, we were going to end. Well, we had ended. We we just ended the podcast l- last week, and uh, Luke, you told us, oh, there's a man uh, with suction cups uh, trying to get uh, up the Trump Tower. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Are you trying to yeah. joke with us? 
you were silly. What's that a euphemism for? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it happened. That, it was very strange uh, that we got out right when we got done with the show. I get. Just... I got on Facebook real quick to see if anything was happening. Yeah. And see it. I saw a CNN live uh, video. We of almost guy climbing recorded. Trump Tower. Yeah, we almost recorded like a new thing that we were going to add it uh, on. Uh, last podcast because we were all watching it and it was freaking scary. Oh, ugh. heart in your throat, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my god, we're gonna watch a man die. Yeah, right, especially right at the end, it was terrifying. Oh my god, I was so scared uh, because uh, the policeman they discovered that he was not interested in taking. Uh, a kind of, uh, what would you call it? A bow, a bowie? With a hook on it? Uh, a, a what? A oh, rope bowie? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. That's definitely not what it's called, but... um. Okay. They had a carabiner. Yeah, oh, they, had a they, had a, they had a rope. They were dangling they were, at him. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to get him to take, take... At least to hook him on so he was, like, safe. Because he had no... He was free climbing with these suction cups on the side of the building and I he mean, had like uh ropes he was using to um stand on yeah and he connected. showed no interest in taking the help from the policeman uh, right, and he walked, he, yeah he was he like kind of climbed right past them yeah. and as he was climbing past them one of the policemen kind of gr- reached out and grabbed him and they clipped him at the same time and they pulled him over the edge and but that looked definitely so when they were pulling scary. pulling him over the edge. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. He could have if they would have let him go. It would he would have just left. He would he would have yeah. just fell, fell. So yeah. Oh god, yeah. I was so scared. I was like, I, I mean, we were, we were sitting there going, "Don't grab him! Do yeah. not grab him! Yeah. Why are you grabbing him? You're grabbing yeah. him! What are you doing?" So before, if he fell, it was his own fault, and it was like, okay, one of them, you know, you were stupid man climbing a building, you fell off, you died. Once, as soon as the police officer touches him, that's it, that's murder. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, and he seemed to be doing just fine, but they pull him in. They pulled him in, and uh, we found out that this guy is somebody named Steve from Virginia, and he, um, while we were watching it, I said, this has got to be a guy who is protesting Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. We all thought that. And it turns out this guy didn't want to protest Trump. He just wanted to get a hold of Trump and talk to him. Yeah, he was a pro-Trump supporter. So. Well, that just proves that they're all sane. Uh, it totally makes sense that you would climb a building uh, 20 stories up and try to get to the – because Trump's house literally – he has a, a penthouse on the top of the right, building. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't even in the state at the time. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, he going to do, he... like, hide underneath his bed? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> right, Trump just, jump! He gets up there and he just waits. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe he waves to Melina. But uh, uh, talking about Trump, Michael Moore had a theory or has a theory about uh, Donald Trump. and uh, He never wanted to be president, uh, Michael Moore says, uh, but wanted more money for his reality show, uh, the Bach- no, The Bachelor. What am I talking about? <laughs> 
he would never be in the, on The Bachelor. Right. The Apprentice. Yes. So Michael Moore's theory is that more or less he's doing this to get a better TV deal. Well, I mean, yeah, it started out. It started out that way, is what his right. theory is. Right. And it, it, he end, it ended up kind of backfiring on him yep. in a way. And then uh, and at this point, the, Michael Moore's theory, I guess, is that he uh, Trump uh, is sabotaging dis- himself is yeah, sabotaging his own campaign because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want to be labeled as a loser at the end. So he would rather get kicked out of the race uh, kind of in disgrace, I guess, than uh, be labeled as a loser is, yeah. is, is his theory. But it, his part of it is that he believes that or Michael Moore believes that Trump went into this specifically to as a bargaining chip to try to get um, more money for The Apprentice originally. And then he kind of just got sucked in because people actually started to follow him, which probably he didn't. Um, and, and this has been a theory of uh, Tully for ages. Well, yeah, I've sort of he said there was a quote from years and years and years ago where Trump said that he had no desire to ever be the president, but he'd love to run for president. So he'd love to be one of the candidates so he can always have that, you know, presidential candidate Trump. Right. To have over everything. And it's, you know, it's a perfect time for them. They want to go from the first black president to the first female president. Yeah. You want to make sure it happens. So runner against Trump. And it looks I mean, this isn't like the first time we've we've yeah. even talked about this on the show, because I remember mentioning an article that me, I, I had read uh, and I think Fro had read it, too, that was talking about somebody who had worked for the Trump campaign in the in 2015 who got fired and ended up coming out and saying that he he was told during his time in the campaign that Trump only wanted to come in second. Right. And that, yeah. that was what they were, were instructed to do. Make sure he came in second. Right. So. Uh, Tilly, did you know? I? Oh, oh. can I read this thing real quick? Sure. Actually, I just want to read like the fir- first uh, paragraph of this Michael Moore thing. Sure. Uh, Because I think this is kind of important to mention. So it says Donald Trump never actually wanted to be president of the United States. I know this for a fact is what he says. Mm. I'm not going to say how I know it. I'm not saying that Trump and I shared the same agent or lawyer or stylist or if we did that it would have anything to do with anything. I'm certainly not saying that I overheard anything at those agencies or in the hallways of NBC or anywhere else. I think that's kind of being facetious, but it says – but there are certain people reading this right now, they know who they are, and they know that every word in the following paragraphs actually happened. That's how he opens this thing. So. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Tilly, did you know I am the smartest man in Norway? I didn't. How did you find that out? Because I'm incredibly lazy. Ah, well, that does say that you... Uh... Well, it could mean that you're very intelligent. It could be. Uh, mean. It, it could. It could. It's probably why I'm so extremely lazy. Just ask my ex-wife. There's the reason why I'm not married yet. Yeah. Well, I suppose if your brain's working that hard, you know, your body's got to be oh, yeah. 
catching up for it. Oh, of course. That's that's the reason. Now I know why I'm lazy. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so extremely happy that I now can say, hey, I'm not lazy because I'm lazy. I'm lazy because I'm so incredibly intelligent. <laughs> exactly. So it what? somehow inherently makes sense to me in a way, but yeah. uh, apparently there was a uh, study done from the Journal of Health Psychology that says this. Mm. So that's cool. Um. So uh, what else has happened this week in Norway? Someone someone tried to st- steal a giant uh, uh, dinosaur leg that. Well, well, they didn't try. Well, well, someone stole. I mean, yeah. I uh, think see, they... when I heard this, yeah. I thought like it was an archaeological dig or something, or you know, in a big museum they had a, a bone or something. But this have, is actually just a big fiberglass dinosaur, isn't it? Yeah. It's, wow. It's kind of. I I I thought uh, I I maybe thought that I were going to give it to their dog or something. Yeah, is, what what would you do with it? I don't know. It's, it's apparently giant too. Yeah. <laughs> like it's uh, from what I see, it's it's as big as uh, I don't know those dinosaurs you see in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah. If anybody knows that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah. a leg of that dinosaur. Somebody mm-hmm. stole it. Yeah, huge. Huge. Why? It says 17 meters. Yeah. Why? Just why? They don't, uh, Nobody knows, and these people are like, we just want it back. We're not going to charge anybody <laughs> for it as long as you just give us it back. Yeah, this is more of a sort of a missing pet type thing. Sort right. Of missing part of a, we're missing part of our dinosaur. Please help. We'll offer a reward for whoever gives it back to us. But it also, uh, I mean, it's big enough that it's not like somebody could just pick it up and be like, hey, let's go, and just grab it and, like, walk out with it under their arm. You'd have to put it in a giant truck, or at least a fairly large truck. Right. Yeah. Get it out of there, so. And assumingly, you'd have to disconnect it from the big dinosaur it was attached to. <laughs> oh, it says it was stolen uh, off of a truck. Yeah. Like, it was, they were transporting it. Yeah. So it was oh, right. already okay. disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just saw a truck with a massive leg on it and went, right, I'm having that. <laughs> so, yeah. Did they steal the truck as well or just that? <laughs> Where did they put it afterwards is my question. Did they just have it in their like living room, like a Christmas tree? They have like Christmas lights wrapped around it with like tinsel on this giant. See what I have. Like... This giant leg. Buried it in the garden, foot outways. So it looks like they're... Oh, we've discovered a dinosaur in the garden. Oh, that's probably it. A giant dog stole the leg. I said, <laughs> yeah. I said that. Come on. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so what did uh, the AA do this week, uh, Luke? Oh, the DEA. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was like, I thought you said the AA, and I was like, alcohol oh. is anonymous. Oh, no. <laughs> I did this week. And here um, their roadside assistance. They tricked people into uh, Christianity? Is that what happened? Uh, sorry. Um, they took a drink. <laughs> the DA, uh, they, there were multiple petitions out to reschedule marijuana uh, from a uh, Schedule 1 substance, which uh, I thought this was a good follow-up to 
talking about Reefer Mad- Madness last week. Right. Um, they denied all the petitions uh, saying that there isn't any research out there that says marijuana has any medicinal purpose. Oh. What? Well, no, that's because they can't do any research because it's a... Mm. Um, any of the research that they do mm-hmm. has to say that it's bad. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things that did happen is they kind of opened it up so that more places can do research. So that did happen. But oh, many people are... Com- I saw an article comparing this to flat earth theory. <laughs> uh, basically saying calling the DEA fl- uh, flat earth theorists by <laughs> like saying uh, there's no evidence out there that says it isn't <laughs> yes no evidence at all we close and our like, eyes but there's percent. tons and tons of evidence out there that marijuana is uh, medically uh, helpful so uh, they're just closing their eyes and going nope no, that's not true. Close my eyes. Plug my ears. Na 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 na. I'm not right. seeing this. Na 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 na. It's not existing. Na 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 na. If I close my eyes, I'm invisible and you can't see me, so I'll run away. Uh, what have you done this week, Tilly? Have you played Throw Man Sky? <laughs> Throw Man Sky. <laughs> what? I don't that's... get it. That's No Man's Sky, uh, just uh, I turned it to Fro Man's Sky. Oh, uh, yeah, I still don't get it. No uh, Man's Sky yeah. is a game. Is it that massive one? Yes. It's huge. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which I've heard, uh, I think like yesterday, the first time I heard some negative things about it. Apparently people are saying it's just kind of um, it's... Bland, bland, maybe a little bit as, as like a the play the gameplay is maybe a little bland but I, the game itself is amazing i have played so freaking many hours of from from sky as i call it <laughs> uh it is huge it's really beautiful but it is a little boring it sounds like you're describing your next wife <sighs> No, no, she's not going to be boring. Trust me. Uh, uh, but uh, no, it's it's a little like uh, done. It's it's uh, it's really fun the first like ten hours, but after ten hours, you're you're like, okay, I done this t- uh, thing a thousand times before in the uh, last ten hours. Now I'm going to do it again on a different planet. It doesn't like give you anything special to do. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not calling it a bad game. But Throw Man's Sky is is a little repetitious. Uh, but I... I like it. It's not my favorite game ever, but it's it's not as bad as some people on the internet is saying it is. So right. I, I feel I feel a little like trapped between the haters and the lovers of this game. It's uh it's a little meh, but I I I like it. I I mean I, the one they they don't have multiplayer yet. Right. So an add-on of multiplayer could change make a huge change oh, yeah. in this game. Oh yeah. Definitely. So. Definitely. I would love multiplayer on this. But yeah. Right before we get out of the news, um 
did anybody notice that Theresa May went on vacation this week Who? to Switzerland? Who? Mm, no. Theresa May, uh, the Prime Minister of England. Oh. British Prime Minister Theresa May decided to go on vacation this week to Switzerland. Remember how everybody's like, the world is going to end because of Brexit. Oh, my God. Blah, blah. Oh, yeah, of course. The, the world. And they had, they had to bring in Theresa May to like because everything was going to fall apart. She's on vacation now. So oh, I didn't know. That's the real reason I wasn't on the other week. It's because the whole of Britain just collapsed down all at once. <laughs> Everybody was severely harmed. All of our houses fell down and we've rebuilt because we are that kind of nation. How how is the pound doing, by the way? I haven't got a clue. I can still afford to buy bread and toilet roll, so I'm pretty sure it's still probably the uh, most important currency in the world. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hate I don't, to to be honest, hate, not hate, really. hate, hate, hate. Love <laughs> <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it off. Okay, uh so um we have an uh, email address, and it's really hard for people to write down in their email address because we don't get emails. So I think yeah. maybe we need to spell it. And since I can't spell shit, uh, how do you spell another digital citizen at gmail.com, Tilly? Well, to be fair, if you're listening to this podcast, it does say another digital citizen on it. Right. But and in the description, there's also uh, the email address, so you can copy and paste it. Right. On your computer. So is it that hard to write? Well, probably not. A hate email. It is a very long email address, it but is? I've definitely seen longer. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh... <laughs> Another digital citizen at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group. And, uh, Tilly, do you want kids? Mine or somebody else's? Yours. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Do you want kids, Luke? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily... No, I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking hate kids. And so does... Uh, sorry, and so does Tron. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I hate your kids. I hate them real much. I think your hate kids are awful. They are not funny. They're not charming. I don't give a fuck what they do. So why do I have to watch pictures of them all day? I have some friends of mine on Facebook. Uh, maybe I'm going to lose a, uh, a lot of them today, but I really don't give a shit how they put their kids' pictures on their wall. A lot of people just use their kids as a prop, like showing off, like, hey, I'm playing around with my kids. Hey, watch my how my, much my kids are doing, how great they're doing, how good they're looking. And a lot of people just put likes on them, not because they like their kids, because, oh, if they don't like their kids, if, not put, if they put likes on them, they show they're a good person. But be honest with yourself. You don't like anybody else's kids. You don't want your kids in your house every day screaming, shouting, being a fucking prick, being annoying little fuckers, like insects, like snakes, like rats, just 
creep in your fucking ear. You don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like it. Not anybody likes it. So why do we hell kids so right so much? One day I, I wrote a little thing on Facebook called like, "Hey, I don't have kids today. I can do whatever fuck I want, playing video games, watching horror movies, drinking myself to sleep, and drink after I wake up from my sleep." But that was a great thing to say. Suddenly, a lot of people didn't want to be friends with me anymore. They didn't even want to talk to me next time I meet them at a party meeting, in my political party. Why not? You don't like anybody else's kids at all. And I'm just honest. A lot of people just use their kids to get likes. Use their kids because they show off that they're good persons. But we all are a little bit of assholes. We all, at one point, have broke somebody's heart. Being an asshole when you're drunk, you know, getting high, or you're doing something else shit. But when you got kids, we have to show them off. We have to sh- use our kids to show, hey, look at us. We are good persons. We are great. We are fine. And everybody else just had to put like on them to show, hey, we also are a good person. We accept you. You think you know, kids are so charming. But they're not. They're not at all. You don't want anybody else want kids. You don't want to spend more time than necessary. I'm an uncle for five kids. And it's okay because I don't have any responsibility. Not at all. Because I don't like to have responsibility for anybody else's kids. I think it's nice that I can talk to them, have a little fun with them. And when there's something serious, I can give it to the mom and pop. So that's why I never put like on people's kids on Facebook. But it's so scary that we have society where nobody can be honest. That we have to use our kids to show that we have a soft side ourselves. Oh, look, we love kids. Well, but we don't give anything to charity. We don't want to do anything voluntary work for anybody else. But hey, that's okay because I love my kids. Well, to all those people, I say, do something. I don't give a shit about your kids. I don't think you're a better person because you have kids. I don't think you're a better person because you post fucking endless pictures of your kids on the wall or you like the pictures of endless people putting things things on the wall. I don't like it. So, stop posting pictures of your kids. This is Tron. Tron tells the truth. Have a nice day. So, uh, this was uh, probably uh, recorded uh, with his girlfriend in, in the house, because on the end here, we heard a microwave oven go on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was my favorite part. That was uh, that was probably my favorite Tron Tells the Truth yet. Oh, yeah. So. He's funny. He's... That was a good one. Yep. I like this one. Hey, Tilly. Yes, bro. We are going to predict some NXT takeover Brooklyn 2 for some yeah. reason yeah why is it Brooklyn 2 because uh, they already did an NXT Brooklyn yeah well yeah they already did an NXT takeover as well why isn't it just NXT takeover every time I don't know because then it would be like uh what was that uh in your house where they yeah. had in your house 30 yeah that was a good pay-per-view um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Luke, uh, we are going to take NXT results and SummerSlam results together and put it together and 
the person that gets the most points gets to pick a future topic on another digital citizen. That's how we do things here. Yeah. How we roll. That's how we. Uh, roll. <laughs> right now we're just gonna do NXT. What is happening in the background right yeah, now? Yeah, Tilly, stop making noises. It sounds like you're cutting out uh, a collage uh, to like put on your wall. Yeah. I picked up two pieces of paper and changed <laughs> okay. the order that they were in in front of me. <laughs> we must have the loudest paper in the world in Britain. It was pretty loud. Um, <laughs> yeah, right now we're just going to do NXT. We'll do uh, SummerSlam a little later in the show. Yep. So uh, our first match up for NXT. Um, we're not going to do the Ember Moon match because we're not really sure what the hell this is supposed to be, but yeah. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a dark match. Uh, tell so. people about this. What is this? Uh, it says Ember Moon versus to be announced. Which Who is I, Ember Moon? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm assuming this is a dark match, so we're probably not even going to see it on yep. TV. But it is on the list, but we're not going to predict that. So oh. five five matches for NXT. First match, uh, No Way Jose versus Austin Aries. Uh, yes, and uh, I will begin and say No Way Jose. It's a sp- first pay for you, so. I as well said No Way Jose. What a good name. Yep. I had no idea this guy existed. I'll say Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Just to be different. Yeah. So next we have uh, The Revival uh, versus Gargano and Ciampa. For the tag team championships? Yeah, and I'm... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Luke, you go first. Oh, okay. I said Revival. Yeah, I said Revival. Oh, I'll go with the ones that I can't say or spell then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the chart thing earlier with Dick, and he was like, Johnny Gigano. He's like, it's just how, like, spell it how it sounds. And then Tommaso Chiampa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Champa, but some people say Champa and some people say Siampa. So yeah. yeah, it gets really confusing with the last name there. Uh, it's wrestling. You can pick any name you want. So why yep. mm, this? Whatever. Uh, next match on Drade Amos versus Bobby Roode, and I said Roode in this. I, I I'm uh, I'm. Like following Luke today. Oh, I was definitely going to say Bobby Roode. Yeah, me too. The thing oh, is, we haven't much. watched the the NXT the NXT uh, today yeah. hasn't come out yet. So this could all kind of, our predictions could totally get effed by today's NXT. But probably. Um, next uh, match: Oscar versus Bailey for the women's championship. Yep, and I'm saying Oscar. <laughs> Pro, I said Oscar as well. Oh. Well, I do love Bailey, and I've said Oscar the last couple of ones, so I'll say Bailey on this one. Okay. So this is. So Tilly is either either going to totally win <laughs> or totally lose right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hope, our, uh, let's hope we have uh, different predictions for SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, okay, so um, final match uh, for the NXT Championship: Samoa Joe versus Nakamura. Yeah, I really don't know. I said Nakamura. Dilly. 
Samoa Joe. I think I am going with Tilly this time. Ooh. 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 (laughs) You really want to be a loser. (laughs) I'm only, like, partway confident with my picks, like, because, just like I said, uh, NXT hasn't happened yet, like the go-home show, so kind of going off my gut, but this is how I feel like it's going to go, uh, hey, Tilly. Yes, Fred. I uh, gave you an episode of Amantana <laughs> to watch last week. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you both, you, you, you loved it, of course. Because, <laughs> no? Well, no, carry on. Why, why must I have enjoyed it? Because it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, huh? You know, this was the first time I have ever watched Hannah Montana yeah, in my and life. I, and I gave you the most shitty episode of Hannah Montana to watch. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. I love the part where she uh, flashes back to the pie-eating contest. Yeah, my isn't favorite. that awfully uh, <laughs> funny? It's not the not the part where she the flashback. It's the part where she stops and like does this look like, hmm, and like yeah. then they do the like that look that she does before they go to the flashback is the most ridiculous. I'm acting. <laughs> it was a girl pose, like one of the, uh, you know, the classic face. Well, MySpace pose, really. Then with your eyes up in the corner and sort of pretending like you're thinking. But, Tilly, you have to remember, it's the best of both worlds. It's really not. No? Really, really not. I was uh, not impressed. And I used to watch some right crap when I was a tween. (laughs) I was expecting, like, two of a kind kind of bad. No, no, no. No. This. So tell me. I don't think I've ever watched, like, any Disney stuff that isn't the pre- school kind of age yeah you know, with mickey mouse in his clubhouse teaching you about triangles yeah could deal yeah, with that yeah but this was god awful so tell me a little about it what what was this episode all about uh basically little miss montana is doing a advert for a perfume mm-hmm. um that she doesn't like the smell of mm-hmm. and i think they missed quite a few tricks with this given that they made it smell like raspberries and mm-hmm. her issue is that she won a pie-eating contest with raspberry pies, mm-hmm. threw up, and then could never eat raspberries again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the perfume company give her a car for doing it, and mm-hmm. then she realises that she can't do it because she doesn't like the smell, and people keep asking her if she likes the smell, and she can't lie. Because for some reason, why does she sort of inherit whatever's going on with other people? <laughs> like, she gets told that... Um, you know, they giggle all the time if they lie, and then she starts doing that. And then she gets told about somebody that hiccups when they lie, and she starts doing that. She gets told about somebody profusely sweating when they lie. It makes and... absolutely zero sense. Yeah, why is she just... How is she that easily influenced? I don't know, she's being possessed by other people's spirits. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. And that sweating bit, I don't... Her fringe was sort of taking a whiz on her face. <laughs> she was spitting it out of her mouth every now and again, and it sort of... I don't, I don't know. That was that was oddly. I can imagine. Oh, I don't know. Just I haven't seen 
I haven't seen a whole lot of this show. I've seen maybe a couple episodes here and there, like when what? it randomly was on TV. Um, but is her assistant slash friend? Is this like, are you being served, lady? Does she like change her hair color every? Yeah, that's one okay. of the gimmick. That's the gimmick, but yeah. they never mention it. She just has fake different color hair, like every I know. scene. I know. All right. Yeah, but Hannah Montana changes her hair depending yeah. on what she's doing as well, doesn't she? So doesn't a friend sort of if Hannah Montana's yeah. being the movie star one, yep. then she's got stupid hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, I, right. Maybe it's a deeper than i thought apparently of course it is I this is what it's... i got from watching one episode <laughs> <laughs> because it's the best of both worlds oh, i love that song so uh how how much were you tortured um i gave this a seven out of ten i am happy with seven out of ten that's pretty high yeah yeah were you bored I, well, I don't know about bored. I was sort of watching a lot of it in disbelief, thinking, <laughs> well, I might as well be watching the Amanda show. Oh. <laughs> how bad the comedy was in it. It's like, if this is Disney, like, Disney can afford better writers than this. You know, some Timon and Pumba were hilarious in The Lion King. Get, I, get some I'm going comedy to say, writers yeah, in. Like, I, I've talked how much I love Hannah Montana. And I do love Hannah Montana, but uh, the first season is so cringeworthy. I think Hannah Montana gets good when we are who is, with Who is the, like, the YouTube star guy who um, plays in this episode? He's like the cameraman in the side story uh, with the brother. What's the guy's name? Uh, I forgot. Uh, right. He made a terrible movie. Yeah, uh, he made a couple of them, but uh, uh, probably one of the worst movies ever made. We should yeah. cover that oh, crappy yeah. movie sometime on the show. That's but uh, I have a show for, for Tilly to watch next week. Mm. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Scared. I'm what actually going to go with something aimed towards uh, people even younger than mm. the show Fro mm-hmm. gave you. So I'm going to go with the show Booba. Oh my god! <laughs> As in the boobars. Uh, I think it's just called Booba. Is the name of yeah, the show? Yeah, Booba is something ha- completely different, Teller. Oh, okay. Um, I will send you a link to it, but uh, my god, it is a show about I think aliens. Yep. Maybe. Yep. I... And uh, this ep- this is episode ten. Oh my god! It's called Painting the Fence. So if you enjoy watching paint dry. <laughs> You'll love the show. No, it is the thing I thought it was. Okay. It definitely is. They're, oh. they're, well, I thought they were the boobars because that's what my niece called them. Uh, they probably are the boobars, but the show is called Booba. Booba. So. Yeah. 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 This is this is really creepy. Yeah. This Somebody is, was on drugs when they made the show. This but, is yeah. uh, this is Tinky Winky Dipsy Lala Poo before Tinky Winky Dipsy Lala Poo. Oh, this was after. Yeah, I don't know if this is this after, after Telecopies? Yeah. This was definitely after, definitely. Ah, after okay. 100%. It, it's such a it's such a Teletubbies clone. Oh yeah, it was after Teletubbies stopped being made because there was ah. Teletubbies and then the Tweenies sort yep. of came because to I think it's try the same against company, that, isn't it? More than likely. I, I have no idea. 
Yeah. But I know the Teletubbies, there was an issue with some kind of court case that happened when one of the guys inside the Teletubby costume fell over and uh, killed one of the bunny rabbits that they had bouncing around. Yeah. And it got left in. And I think that's when they sort of stopped filming so many episodes. Ooh, I've never heard that. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh really? Oh, yeah. I knew that, yeah. That's a really famous thing that happened. But uh, yeah, yeah. Booba, horrible show. Yeah. Horrible. Is Booba the one with the family that's completely multicultural to the point where it's impossible? Uh, so like uh, a black yeah. mum, a white yeah, dad very, and a Chinese kid. Yeah, but they're never like the they call them uh, Mr. Man and like the mother and like sister. But they, ne- yeah. they don't actually have names and the family is never actually all together. They're always like in a, in separate. So yeah. this this one's going to have Auntie in it. She stars in this uh, and she's <laughs> painting a fence. So this is episode 10. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Uh, Booba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> creepy. Yeah, but uh, do you know what uh, Luke did this week? <laughs> uh, again, is that a euphemism for something? No, no. He 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 told me about the best re- new reality show I have ever watched. It's not I, new at all, actually. I know it's not new to new to Fro. No, it's yeah. new to me. I. Fucking love this show. It's what is it? What is it? The Bad Girls Club. Okay. And Tilly, A reality show. Tilly, you are going to fucking love it. Really? If, if you don't like The Bad Girls Club, I will do something really, really, really nice to you. <laughs> or okay. Like, let me get this straight real quick. I don't like the Bad Girls Club. No, but, no, 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 no. Right. Luke doesn't. But it is the best reality show I have ever seen. Well, what's the the premise of it? What are they? Okay. If it's reality, what are They're they? What's they really girls. doing? <laughs> Shut up, Luke. Uh, <laughs> Luke doesn't get the show. But listen to the girl. The girls. Shut in the up, Tilly. <laughs> oh, Luke. Shut the up. girls in the show, not good. <laughs> <sighs> Shut up! You don't get this. You're not a girl like me and Tilly. Um, Tilly, listen to this. You put okay. people in a house that are awful. Okay? So it's like big, big brother. You're right. But you can go outside and mingle with people. Okay. And, and there's no money to war. And completely castle. So how do people apply for this? Do they do they know it's they're assholes? So fascinating. It is one like I've seen now three seasons of this. And <laughs> I I've I've just watched this. It's so fascinating. Like every season, I, I get to thinking, now it's probably not going to be that good. I really like the last season uh, because of this person or that person that really got me engaged. Because they yeah. pick also some people that you actually like, Tilly. Oh. And then so... 
they fuck with your mind with this show because they get <laughs> thrown out because it's not allowed to do physical violence, but they kind of they kind of they kind of encourage it with giving them lots lots of alcohol and and no one else to talk to than other bitches as any, mm-hmm. yeah. That does sound kind of interesting, to be honest. It is the best reality show ever. And it's also the worst reality show ever. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. I'm so happy that Luke told me about this. <laughs> because me, Definitely going to have to get on it. Me and Luke, we are planning a big thing. Aren't we, Luke? <gasps> Wink, wink. We're finally getting married. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about it. It's a secret, but Sorry, something, something down the down the pipeline uh, <gasps> coming up. So. What? Yep, we are planning something big. Quick, oh move, move on. Quick, move on before anybody notices that we mentioned that there's a secret. Yeah, no, <laughs> no secret. It's a stupid thing to do, guys, when there's a secret. Yeah. So, uh, what have you watched on TV this week, Luke? Um, just uh, been watching. Oh, I, I finished up the Brady Brady Bunch, so okay. I got to the end of that series. It's cool. pretty long. Um, it's terrible. I, like I had never really seen a whole lot of Brady Bunch, but I had watched the movies that came out in the nineties yeah, when I was a kid. It's not that. Good. And I, I'm watching the show, and I'm going, "Wow, they literally just." pulled episodes of the show and put them in to the movie as character uh, pieces. So I know uh, kind of strange. I'd never realized how much they just copied things for that movie, but yeah, yeah. that show gets bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all always bad. It doesn't get, I mean, it's bad. It's really not the beginning. I I think I I, I, I actually liked Brady Bunch the, the first season. I, I don't maybe I mean to me I'm watching it and it never changes as far as the quality but that's just that, me yeah I, I agree with that but but I I, I just think that uh, the first season has some interesting premises maybe and I, I, I like the the first season uh the opening song is oh like yeah the worst yeah. opening song ever and then uh the second season, they change it. But yeah. the first season, the opening song, to, uh, the Brady so, Bunch song, is really bad. Yeah. Another thing that came out this week, uh, did you see they're going to uh, – Nickelodeon is going to do a Rocco's Modern Life TV yeah. movie. I'm not, what? Yeah. I'm this not, is, I guess, really in really the really same vein of, like we mentioned uh, before, that they're doing uh, a Shrine of the Silver Monkey movie. What yeah. Oh. Whatever that is, but Nickelodeon is uh, obviously they're trying to pull things from the '90s to do movies about right now. I guess that's their thing. I don't want that movie. Uh, The '90s is back, so it's gonna get ruined. Yeah, we did it with flares. I was never a huge fan of Rocco, but what? 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 You are crazy. I don't know. Cartoon. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I mean, it. it was an all right show, but to me, there were a lot better cartoons on at the t- time. Sorry, excuse me. <sighs> and um, I just always I thought Rocco was kind of a kind of a boring a wuss. 
So what? I think in America you probably have had more exposure to better yeah. cartoons though, because yeah, like we'd have that, that have, a that channel might. and they don't, that'd be the only one, and you'd get what you were given, and it'd be Rocco's Modern Life and yeah. Alex Mack. Interesting. Kind of on a Saturday morning. Interesting little trivia. Uh, did you know the guy who voices Rocco from Rocco's Mo- Modern Life? Uh, he he also was, did the voice of the Taco Bell dog. No. Yeah, oh. That's true. Well, <laughs> I didn't know Taco Bell had a dog or that it had a voice. Oh uh, yeah. The Taco Bell dog from the commercial, the yeah. Yokiro Taco Bell dog. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't have Taco Bell, so we don't have the. Oh. Yeah, that's probably it. Commercials for it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What else? Uh, oh, uh, I stopped watching Mythbusters because, hey, Telly, have you heard about this show? It's called The Bad Girls Club. I think you're going to love it. They're I've women just, and they have I've ill I've heard repute. about it once. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen um, Ladette to Lady? What? Ladette to Lady. No. You might like that as well. That's a reality one where they take lots of women that are getting their boobs out for the lads and necking pints of beer and proper like oh no that sounds like a show yeah. for me <laughs> yeah that that's that's more luke that's not me uh but they do that and then they send them to learn all of their um manners and stuff they send them to a finishing school where oh. they have to walk around with books on their heads and if they're caught being inappropriate they get severely disciplined or thrown out of the house oh no it's not like that the bad girls club is uh uh, more fi- uh, fine and uh, really, really good. And I can't wait to see all 15 seasons of it. 15 seasons? Mm-hmm. That's just what? like the main show because there's spinoff shows that, like yep. Bad Girls Club Miami, Bad yep. Girls Club Texas. So. T- tell the people oh how we God. discovered this. Look. <laughs> we were on YouTube looking things up on YouTube and we found uh, Bad Girls Club Texas. made with Sims. Yep. <laughs> they took all the audio from the TV show and they and made a Sims, Sims version of it with the audio from the TV show to put it on YouTube. And then yep. they added like a mu- musical bit. Mon- montage. It. It's really so weird. weird. And it has, send me the link for that. it has over 10,000 yeah, well, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, there were some, some of the, because there was lots of these videos, but some of them had 10,000, 30,000 views, so... And wow. we don't we don't understand. We I never laughed so much on Skype with Luke. I, it's <laughs> hilarious, and yeah. it's it's made with with love. It's not made uh, ironic at all. And it's yeah because they they make the outfits for the Sims to like yeah. match the characters and everything. yeah. It's somebody took a lot of time with it, but yeah. Uh, Tilly, what have you watched on TV this week? Uh, there was a new episode of Fleabag, which I'm still very much enjoying, and I okay. have gone back and watched through the whole season again and shown it to people. So I've probably watched Fleabag about four times this week, okay. the whole first four episodes. Okay. And as a break from that, I've been watching uh, lots of crime documentaries on YouTube. Mm. And because it just sort of has been linking me through to the next one and then the next one and then the next one. Okay. Right. All of a sudden, it's four hours later. Because the thing you would actually watch, and I think you're going to like this, it's called The Bad Girls Club. Have you heard about that? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's cropped up at some point in some conversation, I'm sure. Um, 
what else is kind of interesting is that uh, we're going to change to our main topic this week, and it's uh, it's called called the Georgia Guidestones. And I have to uh, preface this with a little story because I, me and Luke, we were talking after her show, and I said to Luke, "Georgia Guidestones, what is this?" And like Luke told me like two or three facts about it, and I said to him. How is that going to be a main topic? It's just like stones with things written on it. And then I started like uh, going down in the material about it. I now have watched two or three uh, YouTube videos about this. And I read the Wikipedia page uh, like uh, two or three times. And it's freaking interesting and weird. Do you want to elaborate a bit on that? Like, and interesting and then weird because it's an it's called more or less it's called the American Stonehenge, and I don't get that because there's so much weird things on this guidestone. So, uh, I think the idea behind American Stonehenge as like a term for it. I think the idea it because nobody knows who built it. I think right. that's and why. Right. Exactly. But it 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 erected in the nineties eighties. It's pretty, uh, and it's a set of. Ten guides, uh, guidelines, and we were going to talk more, more about those guidelines later. And it's in eight modern languages, as uh, Babylonian, Classical Greek, Sanskrit, and uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs. Uh, a, I have them right here. The the eight. Uh, yeah. It's English, Spanish, Swahili, Sanskrit, Hebrew. Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And the monument uh, is uh, on its highest point on Elbert County, about 90 miles east of Atlanta. And it has a height of uh, 5.87 meters, or 9.5 inches, or... 19.3 19, it's like 19 feet tall yeah 19 feet yeah. tall yeah. Uh, and uh, it's going to weigh uh, according to this around 108 uh, kilos or 237 it's almost 138 pounds uh, Pounds, so it's it's not. Uh, it's well, yeah, pretty. It's granite, so it's yeah, it's yeah. giant granite stones. So and that's each heavy. stone as well. Yeah. There's six of those. Yeah. So whoa, not light. No, and uh, it's it's kind of uh, it was uh, it it has a weird history. Would you talk a little about that, Luke? Right, so this was uh, the land it was on was apparently bought in 1979, and the monument itself was 
built and unveiled in 1980, like Fro said. But uh, apparently there's some uh, confusion as to if the land is actually owned by the city or by somebody who owns the uh, farmland that's next to it. But that I guess that's that's just something strange about it. Um, but uh, yeah, the history behind it, nobody really knows who built this. So because somebody they used the synonym pseudonym. Pseudonym. Right. Thank you. A man approached uh, a company called Elberton Granite Finishing Company, uh, and a man who used the pseudonym R, uh, Robert C. Christian or R.C. Christian. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had uh, he basically gave them the design and told them what to build, and they built this uh, monument for him. And I was doing a little research because I, I was like, I wonder how much this uh, is worth. Because I saw, um, if you look on the Wikipedia page even, there's uh, some pictures of... Um, people who have uh, spray painted it and tried tried to like uh, destroy it in certain ways yeah which we'll talk about in a minute it's but sad i went in and apparently there's no um, record of how much uh, like there's no from this company they don't have any record of how much uh, they were actually paid for it but there is a record of how much the stone was worth that they built it um, from so the stone it, it it was worth at the time in 1980 was worth uh $225,000 in 1980. Mm-hmm. So I went online and I went to uh it's a place called uh well it's an inflation calculator online and looked up to see how much it, that would be in 2016 it would be $650,000. It's a big chunk of change then to be fair. Right. stone. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, in 2008 it was uh, destroyed almost with graffiti, with slogans such as death to the New World Order, for example. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of sad because I, I I think it should not be destroyed because yeah it's 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 really interesting. Oh. The if second look... lot of graffiti Go ahead, sort of sorry. is a bit nicer than the first lot. Yeah. Because the first lot being all death to the New World Order in September 2014. Um, they were vandalised again with the phrase, I am Isis, goddess of love. Yeah. But it's still graffiti, though. Yeah. And it does depend which Isis they're being. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had to, that was what I was thinking, too. I'm like, they had to specify because that yeah. would be a bit confusing. Yeah, Maybe they put something on the, on you know, the instruction stone that's there. Maybe they put like a post-it on that, just explaining, like, disclaimer, I'm not that ISIS. I'm, <laughs> I'm the good ISIS. <laughs> I'm the good ISIS. So we have... If you look... If, yeah. Sorry. If you look at the first one, you can barely see it. Um, there's, It's got two different pictures. If you look at the picture on the left, uh, or I guess it's three different pictures. The one in the middle says, Jesus will beat you satanists right yeah but if you look at the one on the far left and you look at kind of the pillar closest to the camera it says obama is a muslim on it Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah yep 
So. But we should uh, before we talk about kind of the conspiracy theories and stuff behind it, let's talk yeah. about RC Christian. Yeah. Which to anybody in Britain, they're not saying that he's Christian and he's a bit of an RC guy. It's RC. Okay, R, just a period C period Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't throw periods in there as well. No, RC over here is you know you arse obviously means bum. Um, yeah. If you're being arsy, you be you're like in a bit of a mood. You're being grumpy. You're, you're all right, you uh-huh. arsy git. Stop it. Mm, okay. Yeah. So arsy Christian is just <laughs> a, a grumpy man. <laughs> so talk a little about him. Yeah. So like we said, this is pseudonym. So nobody really knows who this was. But uh, there's a lot of assumptions as to who it might be. I guess. Right. Uh, and one of the most interesting ones that I found as far as, like, theories on it is that it could be um, – uh, why can't I not remember his name? The guy who owned WCW, Ted uh, – Billionaire Ted. Why can't I remember his name? Ted DeBios? Ted Turner. Oh, right. Ted Turner. <laughs> one, one of the most interesting theories that I found out there about it is that uh, because this is in Georgia and it's right next to Atlanta, which is where the where Ted Turner is from, that he may be the one that uh, supplied the money for this monument. But Tilly, tell us yes, about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Well, the the inscriptions on these stones. Yeah. I quite like these, to be fair. If people some, are going to, you know, some of them are are okay and some of them are kind of uh but uh, yeah. tell, tell us right number one is maintain humanity under is that 500 million in yeah. perpetual balance with nature yeah number two guide reproduction wisely improving fitness and diversity yeah Rule number three Unite humanity with a living new language, which kind of does make sense if we all learn a new one rather than anybody learning and, you know, somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition and all things with tempered reason. <laughs> Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule inter- internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Hmm. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. I think we all know about petty laws and useless officials. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty and love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So that are the ten commandments. Commandments. Yeah, and like we said, they're written in eight different languages on this uh, stone, on on different sides of this stone tablets. So, right. I'm not sure I like number two. Improving fitness. Huh. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of people. I don't know. From a female point of view, it's right. a very good thing because there's a lot of women that sort of do the 
they're really unhealthy. They continue being unhealthy while they're pregnant. They really struggle with the labour. I they really don't think that's what it's talking about. What's it saying about improving? I then? think it's saying uh, it's basically talking about uh, when uh, the Nazis talked about perfect human being and things uh, like that. They're so saying, like only the best getting with the best in breeding. Yeah, guide production, meaning yeah, try to make the most most perfect human being uh, when you're uh, reproducing and and in turn improving the fitness and diversity of the human race. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So we're talking some... Nazi shit right here. Yeah, we are <laughs> yeah. talking Nazi, Nazi shit. But... Think you're a Nazi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a time capsule there as well. Oh, really? Oh, I want to talk more about this, these ten things. Oh, bro. okay. We, gotta, we did not talk about these nearly enough. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is like the most important part of the whole thing, uh, especially once we get into the conspiracy theory stuff. I so the like idea of maintaining someone. humanity under 500 million. Yeah. Um. Right now, according let's see, according to Google, there's 7.4 billion people in the world. Yeah. We had to kill some people. Right. Yeah. That, How many would we have to kill? Well, uh, let's see, 500 million. That's only half of a billion. So six point, uh, I guess almost seven billion people have to die. Yep. And how many people are in America? <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. No, I was just thinking if Trump gets America? into power and then blows up your entire country somehow by pressing the wrong button, that could do it. Uh, I think actually we have a better chance of all dying when uh, if Hillary tries to go with war with Russia. So. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that would be where I would be more afraid with Hillary. See, Trump's distracted me from the Russians. How, how did that work? Yeah, come on. But uh, I don't know. But the Russians many, don't want to go to war with us. I know that. How um, many people are are there in the U.S.? Oh, I don't know. Let me look. Uh, <laughs> uh, Three hundred and nineteen million. So. Oh, so it. They have to take Russia out as well. And <laughs> yeah, we ha- yeah, it wouldn't even be a a blip on the map if you yeah. killed everybody in America. Um, so yeah, and then n- number two on here, uh, if you look at it, this is basically talking about eugenics. Like I mm-hmm. said, if anybody knows what that is, it's a Nazi term, um, which a but lot. But it of- says about improving diversity. Yeah, through eugenics, which is. Uh, Basically, like breeding people like dogs to make, uh, you know, a better dog, or like uh, trying trying to produce a plant, like taking plants and breeding them to make a, a better plant. Does that make sense? That's what they're. Yeah, talking. but that's what every, well, not every. It's what a lot of teenage girls do when they say, "Oh, I want a brown baby with that fit boy." Uh, I guess so, but I think they. Well, at least to me, what I'm reading here, it sounds like the way the Nazis are talking about it, where they're like, we want a blue eyed, blonde haired, you know, six over six foot person. And we want everybody to be like that in the whole world so that it improves the human race as a whole. But I mean, this is you you can interpret this a couple different ways. That's just the way I interpret it, I guess. Yeah. See, I always like to look on the nice side of everything. (laughs) I'll take Uh, the positive out of it, whether they want me to or not. Right. (laughs) 
This is going to be important when we get into the conspiracy theory stuff, though. So number three, if you look at it, uh, uniting through a new uh, new language that everybody has, that's pretty much right out of the Bible. Uh, from uh, Revelations, the end of times, afterwards, everybody will come back together with one language. So, uh, So, yeah, there's a lot of things in here that on the surface they seem norm like oh yeah uh, improve uh, the population you know keep the population under this amount to help uh, nature and all those things but when you think about it that means you're gonna have to kill off a whole lot of people so uh, yeah. I think one thing we got to remember and this is important uh, to the whole story is this was built in 1980 so this was built kind of right during the Cold War. So uh, one theory, one of the mo most, I think, uh, I would guess reasonable theories on it to why it, why it was built is because people at the time thought there was a very good chance everybody in America was going to die from a nuclear attack. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. So this was maybe built to in, in an effort to, um, if everybody, in, if, you know, half, uh, most of the world's population, enough that there was only less than 500 million people left in the whole world. This would be a guide to those people. Does that, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So when there's obvious apocalypse comes, which is what we're all expecting. <laughs> so, yeah, when it says, when we say guide stones, this is kind of like you just said, it's kind of a guide to the apocalypse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, go ahead for with the, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, the time ca capsule, right? Time capsule. There's a time capsule uh, buried there as well. So, Which doesn't say what's in it, but I guess that's kind of the point of a time capsule, isn't it? Yeah, and it, when it's it supposed to open, and it's no dates on it. Oh, what? Uh, really? If yeah. you go, yeah, if you look at it, it the inscription says, uh, time capsule, place six below, feet below this spot on, and it doesn't have a date, and then it says to be opened on, and it doesn't have a date. And this isn't just written on there. This is um, inscripted in granite. Yep. So uh, at some point, maybe uh, they they had all, everything written out and they were supposed to ha have uh, maybe somebody say, oh, this is what you add there. And then maybe n nobody ever got a hold of them and they just put it up anyways. So. And there are some like astronomical features. There's a channel through the stone and that indicates uh, the what do you call it? The celestial pole? Uh, right. So, um, the, uh, what, true north. Yeah. And horizon slots indicates the annual travel of the sun and a sunbeam through the capstone that marks noontime through the air. And uh, it has... Which is also very similar to um, Stonehenge. Right. Yeah, also that's has a lot. very cool. And uh, it says sponsors a small group of Americans who seek who seek the age of reason. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the age of reason! Mm. If only that was a thing. That's mm. another. Uh, I guess we'll get into the conspiracy theories right out of this. But yep. a small group of Americans who seek an age of reason. A lot of people. Uh, the conspiracy theory out there is that this small group of people are the 
Illuminati or New World Order. Yay! Uh, uh, or another uh, thing that people believe it may be uh, the Rosicrucians, who, who were, um, which Rosicrucians were a group of basically a secret society, that, uh, who a Christian type secret society. So. Um, secret Christians. And, right, and if you look at <laughs> uh, the name R.C. Christian, the Rosicrucians, <gasps> R.C. Christian. Uh... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, but the theory is that this group, the Rosicrucians, is part of the Illuminati and that they are Satanists that are trying to take over the world and murder everybody and then use these Ten Commandments to... Um, override the Ten Commandments of the Bible. Yay! <laughs> Let's all be Satanists! Right. So if you read some of the uh, graffiti we t- we read before, it says, Jesus will beat you Satanists. Mm-hmm. Death to the New World Order. Mm-hmm. You will not succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, no One World Order. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're such lovely messages. Uh, I saw some other... Uh, pictures on different websites and a website that I, I was reading by um, somebody who was on the side of the conspiracy theorists who believes that uh, that this is run by the Illuminati showing pictures of people who had um, gone in with like uh, stone working tools and tried to start um, ripping it apart from the top mm. so people are, do not like this as a uh, People who believe that this is created by Satanists are obviously they, – they're very upset about this. Well, unless it's full of poison slowly <laughs> ebbing out to your family. <laughs> Pack it in and leave it alone. <coughs> like it's not it's not doing anybody any harm. It's oh not saying gosh. go out and kill your children what? Right, but anything. Here, here, if you look at number six in, in the uh, Ten Commandments or whatever we're going to call them, it's a, it is – let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. One world or new world order, one world government. Like, yeah. that's where they, yeah, they get all this. Isn't that like NATO? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's not like it doesn't. We all have our own. Only certain countries are in NATO. So. Yeah, but they want all the countries to be in it, though, don't they? If you're on the side Ideally. of the conspiracy theorists, again, we're going to have to say this. This is talking about a time when there's only 500 million people left. Mm-hmm. So uh, all yeah. those people in those countries that um, are not in NATO, all those people are dead. <laughs> Probably. We're in NATO. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we are in NATO. Who cares about that? Uh, but yeah. Uh, I, Being where? in the EU is all of a sudden like... Uh, is the qualifier for not being uh, bombed with nuclear wa- weapons, and you guys are like, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> America, we're coming. <laughs> so, Tilly, where does this rate on a crazy scale from 1 to 10? Well, to be fair, <laughs> I don't find this as crazy as half of the stuff that we've covered. Even just it's... I know, you know, obviously there's there are negative connotations and quite Nazi vibes come in. But it doesn't sound as dangerous as a lot of things. And it's right. creating a lot of hatred from ignorant people, which normally means it's a good thing. Yeah. So I'd say quite low on the crazy scale, probably like a two. Okay. Luke? 
Um, I, as far as like the guidestones themselves, I wouldn't say they're that crazy. But mm-hmm. the people who believe the stuff um, about it, as far as the newer order, that I would probably put on like maybe a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Not as crazy as some other things we've done, but still crazy. So yeah, I'm in yeah. the middle there, four, five, six, some somewhere there. Let's talk more about SummerSlam! SummerSlam! Soon. Wrestling! 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 <laughs> so, uh, did you guys notice that they added a match last night after SmackDown? Uh, and that's, I uh, haven't uh, watched SmackDown yet. Alberto okay. Del Rio is suspended. WWE right. has suspended uh, Jose Rodriguez Alberto Del Rio. 30 days effective tomorrow, Thursday, August 18, for his first valuation of the company's talents, wellness company. Right. Oh, he violated the wellness. Yeah. Yeah. What's he done then? What what drugs or is he... Uh, The same drug as... Same drugs as... uh, um, Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns, yeah. And are they the same drugs as Brock Lesnar? Probably. Oh, I really like the idea of them like having a joint or some <laughs> brownies or something. That's what I keep saying to myself. It is was, when any of them get Alberto clearly doesn't give a crap if he keeps his job or not. No. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was like pot. Well, he's got yeah. page now. Why would he? I, I, I don't care about I mean, anything. I would not care. I mean, remember he got fired after uh, he didn't get fired. He quit after um, somebody said something very racist to him who was yeah. part of management. And he left and then came back. So I wouldn't get... They must have given him a lot of money to come back in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, if I was Luch him, was I wouldn't a give a crap well. about keeping my job either, personally. But. Yeah. And yeah, he would just go back to Lucha. As soon as Lucha films another season. Where are they filming now? <laughs> uh, I'm sure <laughs> he gets paid... Going. He got When he went to AAA, I'm sure he got paid a lot more than Lucha. Yeah. But yeah. WWE, I'm sure, to get him back after everything that happened, probably paid mm. him ridiculous amount of money. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure how much it was. but And they have not used him at all. No. And not well. But yeah, NXT TakeOver! TakeOver! Uh, no. Nope. No, SummerSlam! So they, ad- they added a match last night. Uh, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Naomi versus Natalia, Eva, and Alexa Bliss. Women tag team match. Yep. Our yes. favorite six six PPP person tag team matches are our favorite. Has anybody noticed this about Eva's gimmick? Um, have you watched the other Smackdowns? Uh, yeah. T- really? so you, yeah. Eva, yeah, I've seen Eva's her. gimmick is she, she comes out and she doesn't wrestle. Yeah. When yeah. She I'm makes tired of this gimmick already. Do you know why this gimmick was made? And yeah, because I'm just, she can't wrestle. This, but Exactly, but this is my thought. Think about uh, booking when they brought Eva Marie from... Uh, up from NXT, you're going, how are we going to make a storyline or book Eva Marie on SmackDown? And they're going, well, when she comes out, the crowd is instantly going to chant, you can't wrestle. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what crowd, WWE crowds do. They chant, you can't wrestle if you're somebody like Eva Marie. Yeah. So what do you do? Oh, let's make a gimmick that literally is she can't wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> so they can't chant, you can't wrestle, because they would be chanting what the gimmick is. Yep. Yeah. That's it's the whole clever. point of this gimmick is to yep. uh, to stop the crowd from chanting you can't wrestle. I am never 
I have said this on another Digital Citizen before. I'm never voting on a group or a match where I see Eva Marie in it. So like I'm me always, always on the other group. All right. So Fro went with Carmelo, Becky Lynch, and Nomi. I'm going to go with Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. Yep. And okay. I'm with Fro because I cannot. I can't I vote for anything even Marie. She's awful. She's I the only reason I'm picking it is because they want to push Eva and that's why I think they're gonna win. So uh, next really. match. Uh first of the best of seven series. Uh, I love this to see. I really like this. Oh, okay. I guess Fro wants to see it. It's Cesaro yep. versus Sheamus. I really want to see this. I want Cesaro for the first match. Cesaro. I'm going Seamus. Uh, it's going to be Seamus, because I think it's been a while and Cesaro's shoulder still not good. Yeah. Alright, next match for the Intercontinental Tamp Championship. Uh Miz versus Apollo Coors. <laughs> Apollo <Yeah>. who's? Who's? <laughs> Who? What? Who? <laughs> uh no, they don't want to give it. To him yet. Uh, the Miss. The Miss! And I went with Cruz, so. Oh. Uh, next match uh, Enzo and Cass versus Jericho and Owens. Probably the match I'm most excited for in the whole show. Uh, Jericho! Yeah, Jericho. Uh, who did I say? Uh, I said Enzo. Uh, yeah, I said Enzo and Cass. Okay. Uh, next match for the Tag Team Championships, New Day versus The Club. I have a lot of heels winning on this pay-per-view. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking I had that problem now. actually when I first initially went in and, and did my picks. Holy and shit! Because, because, yeah. I have, I have the heels going over as well on this. Uh, no. I have to have some faces winning. Uh, the New Day. All right, I went with the club. Tilly? Um, yeah, New Day. I think it's time to give the club the titles. But I agree. I agree. But So the last match we're going to do for this little round is uh, Women's Championship, uh, Sasha versus Charlotte. Sasha. Yeah, please don't give it back to uh, yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. I would cry. Yeah. I'm going. I'm sticking with Sasha as well. So we agree we on will, one. We will do the final five matches a little later in the show. Yep. Have you watched a movie this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, I saw uh, the uh, Independence Day Resurgence this week. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was awful. It was what? the worst movie I've seen this year. What? Giant piece of crap. Just I a like huge pile of poo. I like. It. <laughs> Come on, it's a huge bad. pile of poo. It was that quote. bad. It was horrible. I liked it. Okay, so, sorry, I liked All right. it then. Well, for me, I'm going to say this is one of the worst movies of the year. So, but did you watch uh, what I challenged you to watch? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Ah, so you have to watch 22 cameras for next week then. Right. Okay. Tell me, have you watched the movie this week? Um, 
if documentary movies count. I challenge watched... you to, to watch 22 cameras as well, if you okay, don't what, remember. I don't know what it is. It's a movie. A whole movie? Uh-huh. I'll write it down this Bro's time. surprised that we forgot something from the three and a half hour show we did last week. It was yeah. three and a half hours. <laughs> it was a long one, and then we had the uh, suction cup Trump Tower Man as well. Right, which after. we watched for like half an hour after we did the show. Yeah, yeah. and it was already really late. Well, but yeah, I watched um, a documentary on Fritzl and then the updates with the interviews with his um, I think it was Oh no, it's the interview with somebody else's one of the other um I've completely forgot what I was saying now. Started watching the Fritzel one, watched all that, watched all the ones relating to it, and then there was another one about a girl that was abducted and kept for like eighteen years. and oh. um, or for really long, and there was like an interview with her and she actually said what it was like about being captured essentially and kidnapped and being it was gross, not really a light watch, but I, I enjoyed it. Oh. I watched a really good show this week. Uh, it's called The Bad Girls Club. Uh, have you heard about it? <laughs> That's this? not a movie. Oh, it's not a movie. Um, Girl, uh, women Without Quality is my favorite show. Uh, <laughs> it's such a good show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I have actually watched a movie. I was uh, trying to think. What did I watch? I watched Looper. Uh, I haven't seen it from 2012. It was awful. (laughs) I really thought you were going to say it was all right then. (laughs) That is what I saw this week. Uh, Let's move on. We are going to hear the movie trailer for... Pete's track. Disney. I was never like a souped-up Disney. Have you watched the original? But that's fifty miles east. I don't think so. I think I might have done when I was really little, but oh, I watched it so many times when I was little. Yeah, the Pete's Dragon is really good. Your family? It's it's one of my favorite uh, Disney cartoons. So I actually. Even woods, when I was a little kid, I thought that the Except movie was pretty bad. <laughs> but oh, I really like it. But again, like I've said in the past, I'm not a huge fan of musicals. So, and I've never been. Yeah. You'll see. But I am worried about this. Who's Elliot? Really, because it looks... it's got great reviews. We'll talk about it in a second. But people are saying it's pretty amazing. So. Yeah, it was hard to find bad ones. But it does look a bit sort of. No. Jungle Book. It looks, like a dragon. it looks very Jungle looks Book. Like yeah, and the Jungle Book was really good, so I don't know why I'm worried. <gasps> I love the dragon, though. I actually just got chills. From... Yeah. You don't have to run anymore, Pete. You can stay. With we will you. see. It's probably going to be good. Furry dragon. I, I had not but watched it, the trailer yet, but no I did deal with this from the research. Painful. Not a lot of throwback stuff from the original, so they're not trying to uh, do the nostalgia thing. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, so I just really like the music. You might be the bravest boy I've ever met. 
<laughs> the one thing that throws me off is the um, just kind of the setting of this. But yeah, it's not like on a port, like or anything like that. Yeah. So this uh, movie has eighty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, super high. Like we said, yeah, uh, really hard to even find a bad review out there. And on a IMDb, it's got a seven point five out of ten. Ugh, so. that's high. Yep, that's high. And he climbs up <laughs> a tree. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, description, Mister uh, Meacham. I'm I'm not finished with the trailer yet. Yeah, it's still got another what. Three minutes. <laughs> oh, you guys are watching the second trailer. Sorry. Oh, that's the one you sent. Yeah, yeah, there's two trailers on there. We were just watching the first. Oh. One. Yep. Ah. Oh, okay. We're watching the we, full one, Fry. Yeah, we are watching both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we really want to watch this movie. Yeah, there's two trailers on there, so I should have uh. mentioned that, I guess. But yep. Uh, if we don't talk about it too much, nobody will notice. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> so, about that second trailer, uh, Luke, that you don't want us to mention. So, uh, Mr. Meacham, a woodcarver, <laughs> delights second local trip. children with stories of a mysterious dragon that lives deep in the woods in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, I live there. Yeah. You Did you like the second trailer, Taylor, that uh, Luke doesn't want us to talk about? The bit that I was allowed to see, yeah. Yeah. Didn't get all the way yeah. through it. Yeah, me neither, because t uh, Luke didn't want us to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> do you like us when we throw you uh, uh, under the bus? I didn't do anything wrong. You're throwing yourself under the bus right now. <laughs> no! You send the link! <laughs> you sent the link! You did not tell us it was two trailers! Well, you should have probably known when the first trailer ended that that was the no. Yes, it just, no! We just thought it just sort of carried on. Yeah, like me a, too. Oh no, it's just it's not well, finished yet. Well, you ah. were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're never yes. wrong. We're never wrong, Luke. Never. Ever. Right, carry uh, on. This, this guy tells all the kids about um, stories of dragons. <laughs> uh, oh, Luke is angry now. Oh, no. I was... Uh, just looking at the end of this trailer where it goes to the end and then it says coming on August 12th. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, should have been a dead giveaway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you send the link! You should pull us! We were too busy talking. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That that might have been the problem, but yeah, we don't... Uh, we do one trailer, so that's the trailer. <laughs> and I was done with the description as well, so I was waiting for Fro to move on. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so where did you steal your review from, Tilly? Rotten Tomatoes. And I have to say, like, I always try to find one of somebody saying bad things about it, and there really yeah, weren't it, many. I found one, but... I, I, I found two. Hopefully I've not found... Uh, well, don't read out the one that you found. M one of them. Oh, no. This is okay, Jared good. P., Okay. And the other one I screenshotted seems to have disappeared, which is really annoying because that one was hilarious. But we'll go with maybe, Jared maybe P. Maybe that was from the second trailer. <laughs> oh, maybe. You never know. 
Jared P. Let me tell you what Jared P says. (laughs) Jared P on Rotten Tomatoes just gave it one star and simply said, good actors, dot, 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 boring plot, dot, 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 fell asleep several times. Kids loved it, dot, dot, dot. So what do I know? (laughs) Maybe he was really tired. Potentially. Uh, It could be that it was his second time watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, uh, Look, where did you see the Eurovue film? I went to the Facebook page. (laughs) And I'm trying to decide what I want to. which one I want to do. Uh, I guess I'll go with this one. So Sandy Martin Smith says, watched it in 3D at 10 p.m. last night after watching the original the night before. I liked the new one, but kind of wish there had been a few nods to the original, like a street named Possum Aquati or a lighthouse or a guy telling his friends he saw a dragon in a bar and uh, and some pink on Elliot would have been great. But if there is a sequel in the future, maybe one of the dragons can have some pink on it. <laughs> it's all about the pink. Don't make it pink. I have said that <laughs> before. Um, yeah, I stole my review from Rotten Tomatoes from Chance M that gives this half a star. This movie was one of the worst remakes I, I ever seen. The character was uh, dismal and small compared to those from the original. Their relationship had no death, and all the heartwarming bonds uh, that were among the characters in the original were completely absent. The movie was more uh, action and hunting a dragon than uh, 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 who fired breath at the bridge full of people than... uh, uh, about any of the important moments in the journey of an orphan boy who loves his pos- uh, possibly imaginary dragon and strong, uh, strong understanding woman who fully understood his loss because of his her own experience. That along with the townspeople that had uh, learned uh, acceptance, tolerance and love are nowhere to be seen. This is remake being called Pete's Dragon is more almost offensive. The original movie inspires a feeling of happiness time after time. This movie only uh, left me angry uh, that I spent $16 for over an hour uh, of my wo- uh, time watching it. It's certainly not a remake of uh, one of my childhood's favorites. It's just a salting movie that tried to steal its name. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. I I I, di- I was not excited for this movie, but um, I I want to see it now. Actually, after oh, yeah. doing a little research. So. Yeah, me too. I was expecting yeah. it to be really bad. So. Yeah. Me too. The trailer looks a lot better than what I thought from all the... Well, the reviews are all either glowing or people just going, no, just no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk a little about the second half of SummerSlam predictions, Look. All right, so let's go right 
into it. Uh, United States Championship match, Rusev versus Roman Reigns. And I went with uh, Rusev. Me too. I went with Roman Reigns. I don't think Even they want to give him a win after he just got back from suspension. But I, I just have a feeling that they don't want to let him go. As they've pushed him this high, they don't right. want to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have a strong feeling that they want. They will go the wrong way. I really want Rusev to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's right. the WWE, isn't it? Yeah. All right, next match, John Zena versus AJ Styles. Oh, this is AJ. hard. I went with AJ. I went with AJ as well, but I'm going to change mine to John Cena just for the fun of it. I, I personally, this is just me, I think... I don't think John Cena is going to be an Undertaker-type guy who sticks around till he's really old and just keeps doing... Oh, no. Oh, no. He's on his way out, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship. Yeah, this is also hard. I have no clues who's going to win this. I went with Ziggler. I... Yeah? Yep. You did? Yes, I did. Uh, uh, do you want to tell me why? I think they're... They, the way they're pushing SmackDown, at least they're trying to pretend it is, is the yeah. we're going to give the guys a shot that uh, are the the young kids that uh, haven't gotten a shot yet. And they think that Dolph Ziggler is the guy that, you know, the internet and people, fans, the smart fans, want to see because he um, he's never been given a chance. So... Mm. Okay. I think Ambrose. I think Ambrose as well. I don't think they're done with him yet. Yeah, me neither. Just from the past and the way they've treated Ambrose, I don't. I think they don't really care that too much. Too much about him, but we will see. So next WWE Universal Championship match: Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. I really, really have high expectations for this match. Me too. This is amazing. What do you think, uh, Tilly? Let's go with Tilly first this time. Yeah. I... I'm thinking Finn. I don't know why. Yeah. Um... They are really high on him. Like, they love They are really high on him. And I have just... Obviously, not watched SmackDown, but that's not going to alter anything. Just finished watching Raw and him coming out in his... Although I the Demon it. King is far too much like Dean McCain, which is yeah. far too much like Demon Kane. <laughs> I actually that's funny you mentioned that you haven't watched SmackDown because I uh picked all of like I did all my uh picks on the matchups right after Raw and then I thought about it I'm like, oh maybe I should uh watch SmackDown and the only one I didn't pick was John Cena versus AJ just because I was like oh I won't watch that. I'll, I won't pick that one until SmackDown. Yeah, but all the rest of them I could just pick without even watching it, and it when after watching it, it didn't really matter. So yeah, yeah. SmackDown was horrible this week. Uh, but I went with Rollins. So <sighs> what does Fro say? Like I, for me, like this is an extreme toss up. 
because they are high on Finn Balor, but they also love Seth Rollins. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, but I am thinking a little uh, on the match on SmackDown because I. If they want to heal, because that's face against face, more or less. Yeah. Here we have a, 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 a great heel versus a great face. And right. I don't really, I, I, I don't know if they want a face to carry their company against a face face on, on SmackDown. So that's why I'm going with a heel to win, and that's why I'm going with Seth Rollins. Okay. Nice working out there. Our final match, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. Yeah, this I do have an opinion on. Uh, I don't want to see it. (laughs) I really don't want to see it. And I really don't want to see it, look. I, I mean, it's always fun to watch Brock Lesnar wrestle, wrestle but uh, mm. but then we have Randy Orton, so there yeah. You go. But I went yeah, with I Randy Orton to win, actually. Surprise! Yeah, me too. Went with Randy Orton to win, which oh. is terrible because Brock yeah. Lesnar's the guy who beat uh, Undertaker the, and he yeah. beat he beat John Cena a million times, and it's going to make everything look ridiculous. But Randy yeah. just came back, and they would probably yeah. make him look good because they're don't have anybody on SmackDown, so they don't have anyone on SmackDown. They want him to go over. Of course, Randy Orton is going over. It's it's the most simple pick. And I I'll think. vote different, so we're not all the same. <laughs> really? on that and the Charlotte and Sasha one. Really? Right when Fro said that, I was like, I bet, I bet Tilly picks. Less but but it's it's <laughs> yeah. so simple. It's so simple because he's on his way. Like. I, I have no expectations to that match because I know how it's going to end. The problem, like, the only thing that makes it not simple is that Brock uh, has beat all these other people. So if you beat him, then it makes all these other people look weaker than Randy Orton. I yeah. know. And if Randy holds his own and does really, really well and it's a close call against Brock when Brock's on one, then that's still pretty much as good as a win with him. Uh. On WWE standards you know it's one of them like yeah he came back and he didn't beat brock but jesus christ did you see the match yeah but no randy orton uh okay let's talk about this week's episode of brain dead somebody told you that this head exploding thing exists and now you're worried that it comes from bioterrorists you argue about politics with co-workers with whom you disagree Get space bugs in your space head. Bugs in Get space bugs in your Some people with space bugs in their heads experience stumbling, loss of balance, or loss of hearing in one ear. This is normal, since part of your brain needs to come out somewhere. Some people with space bugs report an aversion to sex and also alcohol, plus an interest in vegetables, vegetable juices, and the curative properties of juicing in general. Get space bugs in your heads. Get space bugs in your heads. That was the intro music for my review segment. I'm really happy to review this. So, hey, look, what was this episode of Brain Dead about? Because right. we, we should talk about uh, 
we should probably describe the the music that we just heard before oh, we go into it. Such a good uh, uh, intro music. Right. I thought this was the best intro music yet. What do yeah. you think, Tilly? I agree. Oh, I don't know. I still love the very, very first one, but this one was... This was... I just love the joke in this one, because, I mean, you can't. it's an audio podcast, so you can't see it, but in the on the show, while they were doing the music, uh, if you can, you can kind of tell from uh, the part where he's talking in this, but it's a pharmaceutical commercial. Yeah. About putting bugs in your in your brain. Yeah. So, kind of fun. Really likes it. So yeah, I took notes this week. Um, because I'm tired of reviewing every single week. Right. So we might do a, uh, a, a little back and forth uh, coming up from now on. So, so yeah. tired of that. And I also wanted to watch golf, so. Yeah. Right, future reference. Are you... I'm not reviewing anything just so you can watch the golf. I hate golf. It's awful. <laughs> Are you watching... Is there, like, Olympic golf? Or, yeah. Or, okay. I was wondering if you were just watching no. maybe the Norwegian golf tour. Is there a Norwegian the, golf tour? It's, it's the Golf Olympics. Golf Olympics, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right, so... Uh, show opens... Uh, Episode 8. Oh, actually, we didn't do the title. Oh, yeah, the title I of the show. Usually do the title. And this week was called um, A Path to War Part 1. The Gathering Political Storm. Ooh. And actually, next week is not Part 2. The week after that is Part 2. <laughs> so, That's yeah. strange. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, this opens... Uh, Exactly where we left off in the last episode. Uh, kind of replays a little bit of what we saw last episode uh, with uh, Gustav finding out that Laurel's dad um, uh, is his phone is recognizing that Laurel's dad uh, has bugs in his brain. Or so uh, when we come back, uh, Goose, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> or does he? <laughs> right. Or does he? Because we come back and Gustav walks closer to Laurel's dad to make sure, and as he's walking closer to him, uh, Scarlet, Luke's secretary, walks past and says, you need to turn that phone off. Because uh, in this show, Gustav's phone makes tons of noise all the time. Yeah, constantly. But it also, right, he comes up to Laurel's dad and the noises stop. So they kind of are saying, maybe it was Scarlet that was sending off the signals not not Laurel's dad. Oh, I'm so happy that it's not Laurel's dad. I'm so... What a relief. I'm yeah. so relieved that it's not Laurel's dad. Aren't you happy about that, Tilly? Oh, it was. It was very, very relieving. Whew. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, Laurel comes out and the doctor and Gustav don't tell Laurel about about um, this because they're not 100% sure whether or not Laurel's dad has bugs in his brain. So they leave, and the doctor thinks Gustav's machine, uh, the machine connected to his phone is broken. So now we go, uh, t- we get um, our Rachel Maddow clone again, which we yeah. haven't seen her in a we while. We have seen her many episodes. for many episodes. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, Red is in his office watching her, and she's talking about uh, the torture vote from last episode where everybody was uh, voting with two hands hands and walking into the walls and, like, (laughs) smashing into things. And they're 
playing uh opera music over it uh very funny actually yeah uh red's watching this and he goes into the other room uh where gareth into gareth's office and gareth is going through uh security footage of the the of the torture vote and the hallways around uh when they were voting and uh red sees gustav and uh rochelle the doctor uh and he says, stop right there. Look, those black people. And he says, I'm not being racist. I'm just being descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and then he says, if they were dwarves, if they were dwarves, I would I would have said dwarves. Yeah. And then Gareth says, you can't say dwarves. <laughs> and he says, whatever. <laughs> I love this. So Red sees them and he goes, it must have been them. Uh, and he calls them terrorist sympathizers. Mm. Uh, so Gareth leaves because, uh, yeah, he goes into the hallway. And I like this little part, actually, because it was like you were trying to figure out where Gareth was leaving to go to. And Laurel walks past him in the hallway and they walk past each other without noticing each other. And then they kind of turn around and go, oh. Where were you going? I was going to find you. You? I was going to find you. All right. <laughs> and they just cut to the next scene. Very strange, like, little mm. transition, but it was kind of a nod to the audience again. And they are so cute together. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, outside, uh, Gareth uh, tells Laurel about Red seeing Gustav, or as he calls him, Dr. Bob, which I, I love that, mm-hmm. and, and the doctor in the video, uh, Rochelle. And says he doesn't know what Red go- is going to do, um, but to be careful. So uh, we go to the doctor's office, and uh, Gustav thinks the bugs have changed the frequency they talk with, and that's why his phone isn't picking up the frequencies anymore. And Laurel shows up, and I this awkward moment when she walks in, because uh, Gustav and Rochelle haven't told her about her dad yet is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hi, Lo- Laurel, hi. And Gustav's like, you're, hi, you're you're so nice today. <laughs> she's like, you're so awkward. <laughs> she's like, what? What's going on? And uh, so she kind of gets them to tell, tell her. Rochelle ends up telling Laurel that... They think her dad is infected, but they're not 100% sure. But we know he doesn't, so I'm so relieved. Yeah, it's it's good that he does. Yeah, because it was just Scarlet. Yeah, it was just Scarlet. So Laurel uh, tells uh, Gustav and her, uh, Gustav and the doctor about uh, Red and to look out for him because he knows that, that they had something to do with what happened at the uh, at the vote. So we go to uh, Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, uh, and this is there. The committee is there to discuss the head explosions mm-hmm. and what they should do about them. And R- R- Red calls uh, his witness uh, to testify, and this guy's name is Ahmed, <laughs> and he's supposed to be a terrorist uh, sympathizer who worked with some terrorist group. And he says he worked with this group to. Um, Make a chemical that, when injected, will cause heads to explode. 
Yeah, he injects it into their heads and it makes them explode. He said something about being with the Syrian zoo. Uh, that's later. But yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, but Luke clearly doesn't believe this guy. He's kind of like, I don't know about this. And we're not even supposed to be talking about foreign affairs in this anyways. We're supposed to be talking about why these heads are exploding. But Red uh, is is he's more about uh, uh, trying to get war going with the Syrians, obviously. Mm-hmm. So right here I wrote, what is going on with Laurel's outfit? <laughs> yeah. This was a weird episode when it comes to Laurel's outfit because what and you know I think I have a I have a theory on this. Do either of you have a theory on why her outfit was so weird in this episode? No. Was this the outfit that was white and black with lots of buttons? Yeah. Yes, but she's wearing a black and white leopard print miniskirt. Oh, I didn't even spot that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she's yeah very she's wearing a striped shirt with leopard uh, leopard but I think. Like I said in in the past, that she still has bugs in her brain. Yeah. Because they never came out. She just fixed herself. So I think this outfit is her slowly, um, the bugs slowly affecting her. Mmm. Does that make Maybe. sense? Yeah. Well, they could have eaten bits very of her brain as weird well. Outfit. Yeah. Even if they hadn't eaten like a huge pot, they could have just taken out certain bits. Well, what we find out a little later from somebody uh, kind of goes with my theory. So maybe I'll talk about it then. But OK, uh, where was I? Right. So there Laurel goes to her dad's house. Um, and she goes there to test to see if her uh, her dad can hear her out of both ears. So she's kind of like talking on one side of his ear and talking on the other. Uh but she kind of gets inconclusive results because he's kind of being dodgy about it, and he leaves to go running. So uh, Rochelle leaves her office to go uh, home, and a man follows her to her apartment. Um, <laughs> a guy in a suit. He looks very, you know, FBI, CIA uh, guy tailing her. And uh, he sneaks into the building behind her, and Rochelle goes into the fridge and she apparently has the world's coldest refrigerator. Yeah. Because there is just uh not smoke but uh like Wasn't that the freezer? Frost. Well, she opens both. She opens the freezer and the refrigerator and they both are just pouring out uh, <laughs> whatever you call it, not steam but whatever cold like dry ice kind dry of thing. ice looking thing. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like she just has dries in both her refrigerator and her freezer and it's it, pouring out it, it looks so weird <laughs> i mean it's for effect it's very cool but apparently her she needs to turn down her refrigerator because she's just wasting electricity <laughs> <laughs> so uh as she's in there she notices uh that her window is open and she's kind of like what and then she looks on her counter at her knife um holder where all her knives would be but there's no knives there so she's kind of like what what? This is where she goes into the freezer, and she open. Uh, she notices a giant turkey leg not wrapped in anything at all. <gasps> yeah, I wondered about that. That like, would get freezer burn, so I don't know why she d- did that. But And it put turkey germs all on things. Yeah, because it probably wasn't frozen when she put it in there. Right. No. But it's <laughs> giant, and as she sees this, a man comes up behind her, and he has a razor blade in his hand. <gasps> and scary 
Rochelle turns around just as he's like about to attack her with it. And she fights him off, knocking the uh, knife, uh, the razor blade knife out of his hand. And she has the giant turkey leg. And as he drops the knife, he he looks at her and goes, "Uh, sorry, I sorry. Just a second. I dropped the knife, (laughs) (laughs) which was very funny. And she takes the turkey leg, hits him over the back of the head, knocks him out. And uh, she calls up Gustav and says, I think I caught one. And this is where we get our title screen. And have you ever noticed the guy on the title screen uh, that that's the silhouette and then it shows them cutting off the head? Oh, no. On the red title screen that they kind of throw in different places that happens right here. There, There's like a they always show a silhouette and it like zooms in on him and then the top of the head of the silhouette falls off. Right. Well, it is in the same shape almost as the guy on the floor that she just knocked out. So I'm wondering if maybe they're going to cut this guy's head off or the top of his head off. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's just coincidence. Who knows? Hmm. No. (laughs) Yeah, there's almost a lot of coincidence in this. Yeah. Happening in this. I was just going to say that there's a lot of. Coincidence. <laughs> so after the title screen, we come back uh, to the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, and Ella is asking Ahmed, uh, the witness, "Why do you hate America so much?" And he's he's like looking at her, and he's like, uh, "She's like, is it because our freedom?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's it because of your freedom, I guess." And this was weird. I didn't understand this, but I think. Maybe it's because he was working with Ella. Is that what yeah. you got? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so, sort of saying whatever she was leading him to say, he was agreeing with him. Right. And she talks a lot about the 1% and how uh, uh, the elites in the country are, are what have destroyed his country. So uh, we go to Laurel's dad's house again. And Laurel's in the bathroom. And she's sending pics of the medication in the bathroom uh, cabinet to Rochelle to see uh, what they are. So we go to Rochelle's house now with the attacker and her. And Gustav is uh, duct taping this guy to a pole (laughs) at this point. And Rochelle has a bike helmet that the inside of it has tinfoil all along it. And Gustav says it's to stop the transmissions from the bugs out of his head. Which So he can't call for help. Right. I don't think they 100% even know if that's going to work, but I guess, yeah. I thought it was interesting because it's the classic uh, tinfoil hat, really. Yeah. Mm. The crazy person right. logic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Rochelle checks uh, his ears to see if he has any holes in his ears where the bugs went in, and she says there's scar tissue. And Drew, uh, Gustav tries to interrogate him, and the guy's like, I'm not from outer space. What are you talking about? And <laughs> Gustav says, what is that, bug sarcasm? <laughs> Laurel asks Luke, uh, oh, back at Laurel's office, Laurel asks Luke if, uh, if their dad has Parkinson's. And this is because of the medication that she got checked out by the doctor. And Luke says uh, he's he's known about it for a while and that his dad has their dad has uh, six months to a year to live. 
And that this is the real reason that her dad wanted uh, Laurel to come back to Washington, D.C. to work with Luke is not because he thought that Luke needed uh, somebody to help him out and and to keep an eye on Luke, but uh, that he wanted her around because he he wasn't going to be around for long. So Laurel cries about this, of course. And we go back to the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. So Red um, now starts asking Ahmed about the animal testing and the zoo. This is where we get that. Uh-huh. So uh, he says that they were testing this head-exploding chemical on animals in the Syrian zoo. And Red shows a photoshopped picture of a panda with these giant photoshopped eyes that look hilarious. Yeah. And, and El- it, it looked so photoshopped. Yeah, super photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, is it, this is like the gov- a government hearing and nobody's going, why did you put up that insanely photoshopped photo? Because also I think the mouth on the panda, they kind of like made it smile. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's so, it looks so stupid. But we know how Ella feels about animal testing because uh, from past episodes, and she gets she's clearly uh, visibly upset by all of this. Right. And and then uh, he says, "Is there?" A, uh, Red asks him, Is, "Do you guys have any more animals going there, ready to be tested?" And the guy, the guy says, "Yes, there's a huge batch of baby seals headed there uh, to be tested on." <laughs> <laughs> And Red says, so they're blowing up baby seal heads in Syria. (laughs) Oh, it was very funny. Uh, Oh, brilliant. So we go to um, back to Rochelle's apartment and they have the attacker tied up, obviously, still. And they're playing, you might think, by the cars, but backwards. So they're backward masking, you might think, by the cars to see if it affects him at all. Mm-hmm. So they're basically tr- they're doing studies on this guy because they're sitting there with notepads, like looking at him, seeing if it's doing anything and like mm-hmm. taking notes. He's like <laughs> guinea pig, the yeah. alien bug head guinea pig. And so this isn't working. So Gustav gets a little uptight about it and he wants to torture him. But Laurel's there com- comes there and it's like, we can't do that. We can't, you know, stoop to that level. <laughs> So they talk to her, uh, or Laurel talks to them about if her dad is infected or not. And she's like, I can't tell by, like, the normal ways. I couldn't see. He may be deaf in one ear. I can't tell 100%. So Rochelle says, well, is he having sex? Because that's one of the symptoms, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Laurel leaves. And we go to the Jefferson Memorial, which I believe we went to this a long time ago in the show with her and her brother went and saw this lady, right? Oh yeah. Well, they didn't go to see it. They they saw her doing the tours. Right. They went. Yeah. They went to the monument, and I remember them. Uh. Yeah. Talking about it. Uh. So Laurel uh meets with her dad's mistress, um, which we haven't heard about in a while, and she tells Laurel that they haven't been sleeping together for weeks, and that she recommended Viagra, obviously. (laughs) So at this point, Laurel knows that her dad is infected because he's what? not no <laughs> but we just thought that he was okay no. 
So, uh, oh, we go to Laurel's dad's house now because Laurel knows that he's infected. Uh, and she just walks in the door and first thing she says is, you're infected, dad. And he's like, hi, Laurel, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. And he has the Forever Juice book on the table. So an- obviously another little uh, hint that this guy's infected. And I looked up the author of this book because I saw um, – I noticed the author t- underneath the title, and it says Richard Scott. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if that means anything, or like, is it connection to anything? And this guy was apparently one of the uh, first settlers to America, and he was a Quaker. Ooh. So I'm wondering if Quakerism kind of has anything to do with the bugs, um, the way the bugs see things in the world. But we'll see in the future, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> So she knows her dad is faking uh, being sick because uh, she saw when she walked in, she saw him kind of practicing, uh, pretending to have Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. So he says, we need to talk. They go out on the back porch. And uh, at this point, it was kind of like the bugs were. I thought it was the bugs talking to Laurel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Tilly. I can't remember this bit. Although this is where they're on the back porch and they're it's overlooking the Capitol building and there's like helicopters flying over. And uh, it seems to me the bugs are trying to convince Laurel uh, that being infected is a good thing. Yeah. Mm. Especially for her dad, because. Yeah. He says. uh, Do you want me to die? Yeah. Like I before the bugs were in my brain, I had six months to live. Now I'm all better. I don't even have tremors anymore from Parkinson's. I like. I'm completely – the bugs fixed me. If I go back to that, I'm going to die in six months, which you and, want a dad – a dead dad or a dad with bugs in his head. And I love that because it's it's so uh, – because he goes like uh, – and she goes like, no, I just want my dad back. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. It's right. so incredibly sad. And I love yeah. it. He's trying to convince her that, you know, that he's still there as well. It's one of those, like, you know, right. I'm, I'm still here. I still have Right. The bugs, the... the bugs haven't 100% taken over. They're kind of working with the um, host, I guess you would say. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I, I kind of think maybe they're li- this, this is the bug lying, trying to convince her. Maybe not. But we've seen – we saw Stacy uh, in that one – episode uh at at the uh club when stacy went full bug you know yeah so i think the bugs may be working with them but the bugs probably could take over whenever they wanted uh if that makes sense yeah yeah so laurel tries to hug her dad uh, and her or no her dad tries to hug laurel and i thought for a second he was going to try to like hold on to her yeah you know yeah and get the bugs in her hair I was right. thinking that. Yeah, and but Laurel won't have any of it. She won't. She won't hug him, and she leaves. And that's sad because she won't hug her own father. Because uh, of book. That's sad. <laughs> so we go back to Rochelle's house and the with the intruder, and they have a little like um, what would you call it? Like airline bottle of whiskey or like a mini yeah. bar bottle of whiskey <laughs> and and he's like i've been in aa for ages 
Right. And they're like, where's your, where's your AA coin? Yeah. Your sobriety coin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all the jackets. (laughs) Right. Because people in AA are supposed to have that with them all day, every day. So to remind them or whatever. So we go to Red's office. Uh, Oh yeah. So they uh, are clearly, they open up the bottle and they're, they start uh, making him drink it. Forced drink. It's it's yeah. They're forcing it. They they have his nose plugged and they're has uh, turned his head back and they're dumping the whiskey down his throat. So uh, red. We go to Red's office and Gareth uh, is prepping uh, the next witness for this trial. And this guy's in a doctor's uh, coat, so we know he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. But Gareth uh, knows this guy is lying because he doesn't even know the name of like certain agencies in, in Syria that he's supposed to be talking about. <clears throat> so we go, uh, Oh, red comes in and kind of backs up this guy saying, no, it's good. Don't worry about it, Gareth. But Gareth takes him in the other room and, and says, this guy is lying, you know? And, uh, this part was great. Cause red goes, Gareth, have you ever been to Syria? <laughs> and he says, I have, it's not a pretty sight. Actually, I've never been, but that's not the <laughs> point. <laughs> so Gareth wonders why Red uh, wants to go to war. Why, like, why why is Red trying to start a war with Syria? Mm-hmm. And and Red's like, I'm not trying to start a war, but if that happens, then uh, I'm not gonna back down from it. And I'm not gonna. St- I'm not going to start the fight, but if one just happens to start, if I start kicking and you get right. hurt. <laughs> exactly. But he, at this point, he kind of offers uh, Gareth a position in his cabinet uh, uh, higher up if uh, that does happen. So uh, could be a, a future of Gareth maybe turning, but I don't know. I don't see that happening. So we go to do a lunch date that night with uh, Gareth and uh, I guess it'd be a dinner date uh, that night with Gareth and Laurel on a bench in front of the Capitol building. And they're having a burger together because earlier Laurel said, I just want to get a burger and a beer with you like normal people to Gareth. So Gareth got her a burger because they're cute and that's what they do. And we get another little nod to – the t- to it being a TV show here where uh, Gareth says, this is the part where you're supposed to get ketchup on your lip and then I wipe it off. Yeah. And she says, okay. And so she like wipes ketchup on her lip and they kiss. Mm. So it's, it's cute. And we go to, I assume this is Gareth's house because it's definitely not Laurel's bedroom. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, the after sex scene. So they're in bed, they're naked but we never saw it. We it, just right afterwards and they're talking and Laurel remembers, uh, they're talking about their parents and Laurel remembers, Oh my gosh, I left my mom at home with my dad who has bugs in his brain. <laughs> what a thing to slip your mind. Right. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how does that, how'd you miss that? Okay. But so she goes back to Laurel. Uh, she goes back to her dad's house and Laurel's in, in the kitchen uh, and making a smoothie, of course. And Laurel asks her dad if he's going to infect her mom, and he doesn't say anything, so she assumes that that means yes. Laurel goes into the bedroom, and right next to the bed are 
cherry blossoms on on the bedside table. Mm. So she grabs them with her like coat. She won't even touch them and just chucks them out the window with the coat. And her mom's standing there and she's like, hello, Laurel. And Laurel just grabs the flowers and her coat and throws them out the window. And her mom's like, what is going on here? <laughs> so she start Laurel starts ripping off the stuff, uh, the bed covers and like the uh, taking the pillows off the bed to see if there's any bugs. Telling her mom, uh, you need to leave the house. Dad is not who he says he is. And her mom's like, what are you talking about? What's going on? And her dad comes in and says, uh, your your daughter's just being crazy. Don't listen to her. And then Laurel tells her mom that her dad is still sleep, has been sleeping with the tour guide. And her mom says, you bastard. Uh, and she's just doing this to convince her mom to move out so she doesn't get you know, bugs get bugged i guess we'd say <laughs> so we go back to the uh senate committee uh and they're interviewing this uh doctor dr samira uh and red's interviewing him uh and then luke asks him is that lab coat real and he says is that your rat lab coat did you did, is in the guy, I guess, has to answer. Uh, I mean, he's lying about everything else. Why didn't he lie about the lab coat? Whoa. I was wondering. Maybe he hadn't been prepped for it. Right. I guess he's just an idiot. But maybe he has bugs in his brain and he doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So uh, while Luke and Red argue about the lab coat, a man walks in from the back, stops, uh, talks to the chairwoman, and the chairwoman stops the committee after talking to this person. So uh, everybody's left except for the chairwoman, Red, Luke, and Ella, and they're briefed by this FBI agent, and he says there's no reason to suspect Syria of state-sponsored terrorism, saying that both these guys you've interviewed are lying and none of it's real. Uh, And the four of them are sworn to secrecy. So um, we go back to Rochelle's house. And on the table, there's the little bottles of liquor, but they're covering, like, the entire table. Uh, So I counted them. Uh, I paused this and counted it. There are 38 (laughs) full – or 30 bottles on the table that are full. One in in, uh, Gustav's hand, actually. And then there are 33 empty mini liquor bottles. So they put 33 <laughs> bo- mini bottles of liquor into this guy. Oh, poor guy. How did they, why did they get loads of mini ones? Why didn't they get, you know, I don't know maybe that's just what they had. Maybe uh, Rochelle just had those lying around. I mean, she, they, we never seen, saw them left, leave and go to the liquor store. So, But I did a little oh, math. Some maths happened here. I looked it up. It, they're 50 milliliter bottles. Those little bottles. Um, so if he drank 33 of them, that's 1.65 liters of whiskey. Oh, poor yeah, that's guy. That's enough to get you smashed. <laughs> poor guy. So he is super drunk at this point, and he starts slipping about um, about the bugs. So he says that the bugs just want a place to live, and that the song uh, by the cars, it sounds like their home planet, mm-hmm. and that the bugs just want a well-run car, and that's why they don't like... <laughs> people drinking or eating bad things and and, oh. and uh that the bugs don't like the word aliens they hate that word mm-hmm. apparently 
and that the reason they're making people all crazy is to divide them and and make it easier to to uh, take over people but because they're paying more attention to fighting each other than paying attention to the bugs which divide and conquer that is what it happens in our government in real life so that's fun um mm -hmm. and then he says they ask like why are you trying to overtake us and he says you're probably just as likely to overtake us and they're like what does that mean us and then they he says uh or gustav says that the intruder is n more bug than human and this is where I come back to the Laurel outfit thing, is that maybe she's just slowly becoming more and more bug, is what I was mentioning. Oh, no. So he, this guy is more bug than human. Her dad is maybe half and half. I think Stacy was probably almost all bug. So it might be a gradual thing of how they take over you, like take you over. Um, so Laurel says, my dad's a bug. So we cut back to Red's office. And this scene was really weird. <laughs> uh, Ella walks into his office and they kind of fake argue. And then they they're sitting next to each other uh, on the desk. And Red said or Ella says, feel the burn. So mm -hmm. that kind of dates when this uh, <laughs> when this was written and filmed. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, Red says, uh, never Trump. Mm -hmm. and, and then the queen bug that came out of Red's year last episode uh it comes out of his head again and then a, another bug that looks different comes out of ella's ear and these two bugs start to have sex yep yep she's got the male bug he's got the female bug right yep. that's what i thought too or at least according to um human sexual interaction who knows right. these yeah. alien bugs right 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 might be opposite but uh the bugs have sex, and Red and Ella, while they're having sex, are dirty talking with each other. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yep. And the bugs go back in, into uh, their respective ears of their humans, and uh, we cut to Rochelle's apartment. And uh, the intruder says that the bugs can't help but infect others, because it's, it's just part of the way they are. It's part of their DNA. Mm -hmm. And That uh, the bugs work with Kevin and that Kevin is still in there. Uh, and that's why he doesn't think they're going to kill him and that he that they need to let him go if they're not going to kill him because he's still a human being. Mm. So. I thought that was interesting. Laurel, Laurel says I can I, I step on bugs all the time and he's like, but I'm not a bug. I'm Kevin. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, and. Laurel asks, why do you why do you guys want to start a war with Syria? And Kevin says, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so we go to a Fox News type interview with the blonde Fox News reporter lady. Uh, and she's interviewing Red. And he, he kind of he says everything the CIA said is confidential. And then the reporter says, I can understand that. Can you tell us what the CIA said? <laughs> and red just stops and looks at her and he's like no i can't but he kind of implies that the government is working with syria to keep this uh terrorism a secret he implies it without saying it is that what you got 
Yeah, more or less. So, getting closer to the end here, Luke is watching uh, Red on the News uh, on Fox, and I thought this was interesting because Luke, Luke is watching Fox here, and in an earlier scene, Red is watching the MSNBC-type network. So they're one's the Republican watching the uh, liberal network, and the, the Democrat is watching the conservative network. Funny. Uh, so Luke is uh, watching him, and he... Uh, wh- He's, you know, he's freaking out about this thing. Oh, you can't do, Red can't do that. He's he's lying to everybody uh, by implying this. And then Ella comes on, and now Ella is kind of working with, uh, with Red in a way. And yeah. Luke knows Ella's working with Red. Mm-hmm. And she makes an Edward Snowden reference, and then she holds up a picture of a baby seal. Yep. And, and is like, I can't allow this to happen Uh so that's kind of what convinced her, I guess. And I, and we cut back to Rochelle's apartment, and it looks like Gustav's gonna uh, torture Kevin or cut him with the, the the razor blade knife, but he ends up freeing uh, Kevin and letting him go. He says that he was outvoted by Laurel and uh, and Rochelle. So Rochelle follows Kevin to the Capitol building. Uh, or uh, Laurel's office, and they go into the basement of this building. Did you guys find this part interesting? Yes. And Kevin walks down into the basement, and he goes to the end of a long hallway into a door, and the door is labeled SRB54. Did you guys get anything from that? No. Okay. I see. I think I must have not been looking at the screen when this was going on. Uh, yeah, they weren't talking or anything. So if you weren't paying, att- if you weren't looking at it, you wouldn't have noticed. But this I did a totally... little research on SRB fifty four, and it might be spoilers for the future. Oh, don't but... don't say anything. Then. Oh, I mean, it's oh. they put it right on the screen, so it's pretty easy to yeah, pick but it don't, out. Don't 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 spoil it. I, well, it could not be true at all because I don't I don't actually know. Okay, so, it's just a theory, bro. Okay. Okay. But uh, SRB is apparently a t- fuel type and of for rockets. Okay. Oh. And 54, SRB 54, specifically would designate how long the rocket is, 54 meters. Mm. All right. The two types of rockets that I found that would uh, kind of be like this, SRB stands for solid rocket booster, which mm-hmm. uh, means that it's like a solid state fuel used. And so these rocket, there's an STS rocket and something called the uh, Ariane 5. And both of these rockets are a space transport or a cargo flight type rocket. So that's interesting. Mm. So they might be building a rocket underneath the Capitol building. Yeah. Mm. And then maybe they'll want to go home. I just want to see the top of the Capitol building kind of like pop off, like the the <laughs> dome part, like flip back, and then a rocket shoot right up out of the top of it. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, but, that's the whole reason they've made this series. Just to shoot a rocket out of the Capitol yeah, building. Yeah, that's it. I hope that as well. I thought that was interesting because if that if something with like this does happen, it's very cool that they put that on the door for if you did research, you could find it. You know. Okay. Yeah. So we go to Luke's office. Uh, this is our last scene, and he calls in Laurel, and 
he's trying to figure out whether he should leak the FBI information to let everybody know that that Red's lying. And his father is for leaking or for not leaking. And Laurel is for leaking it to stop the war uh, going to war with Syria. So Luke leaves to kind of like mull it over. And Laurel's dad says, are you going to fight me the whole way on this thing? And Laurel just leans in and looks at him and all badass and says, what do you think? We go to credits. I love the ending. Yeah. Laurel looks super badass at the end of this, I thought. Hey, guess what I found when we were talking about this? Right. I saw that you posted something in the sky. Yeah. I did. Toot, toot. Believe it or not. We have not. We have for trains. <laughs> we have Nazi train uh, update. Nazi treasure train update. Toot, toot. Wow, <laughs> it's been ages since we talked about this. Can you like sum it a little up for? Uh, well, I haven't read it, bro. You're the only one that's read no, it. No, so no, no. Have... I I was thinking the 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 old information we had. Oh, the old information, right? So last year, and oh, yeah. maybe yeah. even. All the way back into 2014, maybe a little bit, some guys uh, did a research and they did scans in an area in Poland and thought they had found a missing Nazi train that was supposed to have gold in it um, that had been hidden by the Nazis uh, at the end of World War Two. So, yeah, 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 because there's so much that has never been found. Everybody's theorizing it has to be somewhere. So why right, not and the thing was that Nazis kept such good records that this, they know that this there is a missing train somewhere. They just right. don't know where. And yeah. Andreas Richter and Peter Cooper said last year that they had located uh, the train that was buried underground, and according to local red, uh, legend, it was uh, carrying looted jewels and guns and disappeared into a tunnel. Uh, head of advancing Soviet Red Army forces in 1945, towards the uh, end of World War II, uh, they secured the permission needed to begin digging, despite the study that we were quoting last year that said uh, uh, the train was unlikely to be buried in the location that the two uh, amateur explorers has a specific. On Tuesday, the pair lead a team of explorers in an excavation in three separate sites uh, inside a fenced off area in the district of Wallenbrück. We have uh, to find railway track, probably entrance to a railway tunnel. If the tunnel exists, there should be a train here. Uh, Andrei Galk, the spokesman of the treasures hunters, told Polish media. What to expect? To involve a sort of time capsule, something from the area, something uh, from the period of World War II. We are hoping to be successful. Gullick said uh, the ground-penetrating uh, radar expectations were very promising. The team is expected to announce findings in coming days. I'm not holding my breath, but we will cover that next week, hopefully, if we get more information. Um, this looks like it's in the exact same area that the last one was, because at yeah. least... Wall yeah, it's where they've done the scan. Right, is the same 
town or district, I guess it says. So really interesting. Because mm-hmm. we we said, oh, this is the last Nazi train treasure update we will ever have. We said that on the podcast. I Mon- months that. and months ago, right. Yeah. yeah. This is the last Well, I, I did say and at now... the time that the train is still out there, so yeah. it's possible. But yeah. And now they started digging again. That's interesting. And archaeology is never quick. <laughs> That's true. They do say a couple days they'll have uh, – in, in, or they say the coming days, so I guess I could mean anything. Right. Um, Have you read the book uh, this week? Oh, we should say, since oh. we read that whole thing, this was from Routers, so yeah. we give them, since we read the whole article. Um, <laughs> also, we mentioned in the past, there could be the Amber Room in there from Russia, so mm-hmm. that's cool. We will see. On the book round. Boom. Uh, Tilly, have you read the book this week? I have. Well, I've not read the whole thing, but I've been reading a book. And I was funny <laughs> with you on Facebook and told you it was Yes, you were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a picture book. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, you know, it does have pictures. It's an autobiography, so it's got pictures included in it from the but past in this person's life. It wasn't that kind of picture book. <laughs> no, it wasn't a uh, let's learn to read. Let's learn to read books kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I've been reading. It's the full title on the front is "The Rick Mail: Bigger Than Hitler, Better Than Christ." Okay. And I've picked out a little bit of it that I really wanted to read because it's about um, it's in it's on about spring 1967, and it just shows a bit of what it was like over here. He says, it was different in those days. We had factories and people went there and made things. They were called jobs. You don't have them (laughs) now. There was still a Labour Party in those days. Nowadays, there are just slaves on the other side of the world that make stuff for us. Unless we bring them over here to do it, then we call them immigrants and pay them fuck all and make them live in old holding pens that the white working class used to have. Until they're fucked up or knackered and useless and then we send them home again or to somewhere in Croatia where they're made into dog food. (laughs) <laughs> and that's pretty much the whole book is just him he rambles he, he tells a bit of a story but then rambles in his rick mail way all yeah. the way through it this is drop dead fred right yeah yeah, yeah. It's, this is drop dead fred so we imagine it in his voice where everything's great <laughs> and there's a he's included lots of letters from his childhood as well because when he was at school he used to send a lot of letters um to the teachers and things and some of them are absolutely brilliant. I can't quite believe how young he was when he was um, writing them. Okay. Uh, he's done one where he's anonymous. Oh. And it's Dear Mr. Powell. Hello. You may have already turned this page over to see who has written this letter. But <laughs> if you have if you have not done, then I will save you the bother because this letter is anonymous. So I can say what the fuck I like and swear and call you a wankbag if I want to. And you cannot do anything about it. If you try and pull one of those, everyone will have detention until the culprit owns up stunts. I want you to know that I will not crack. I am quite hard and will survive much longer than some like Renshaw or Burwood who will blub at the first sign of pain and admit to writing the letter, even though they did not. So have a think about that. <laughs> and then goes on to, yeah. I'm he's really dyslexic. Uh... And he's left all of his spelling mistakes, grammatical errors, all of it's exactly as he's written. Uh... And there's lots of little asterisks with, you know, um, 
one of the little asterisks on page 12 that you go down to says, there's more to this, but this isn't the director's cut. <laughs> and things, it's utterly brilliant. And he talks about when he met Adrian Edmondson and came up with oh. the idea of Eddie Hitler for Bottom oh. and the house that inspired the young one's house. Uh, I really want to read this. It is so good. I highly recommend it. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Luke, have you read anything this week? Nope. Nope, me neither. Nope. If you don't want to read with your eyes, you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, or as tell us as it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. And please write us an, uh, an email at another digital citizen at gmail.com. Please. Or as I say it, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Send us emails. Give us some. Ask us some questions. Tell us something stupid. Yeah. Whatever. Give us shit. Um, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug this week, Luke? Uh, yeah. Uh, Little Handfuls Organic, I guess. Just go to yeah. LittleHandfulsOrganic.com. Uh, baby products uh, for kids to eat. For kids to eat. Yep. <laughs> cool. So you can order kids that you can eat. Hey. Yay! <laughs> that kind of kids. Uh, what about you, Tilla? Uh, just the PDSA again. Yeah. Uh, they're a brilliant charity, and I like people to keep being aware of them. Well, uh, I have uh, another uh, small little project going with Bill a.k.a. wrestling man called Sharks Pond. Uh, Shark, <laughs> Sharks Pond podcast. No, a South Park podcast, sorry. And uh, uh, season 20 is almost around the corner, and I can't wait. Uh, so check out that uh, podcast on iTunes. And we also got our own uh, Twitter account, so... That's cool. Uh, next week we will talk more, maybe about the Nazi train. Maybe there will be some updates on that. I'm sure there'll be something, so hopefully maybe. we'll cover it. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk uh, NXT TakeOver and some Slam results. And we're going to, to talk about the Divine Truth Movement. And what is this, uh, Luke? Uh, it's a spiritual movement based in Australia. Um and it's really it's, weird. It was started in 2005 by Alan John John Miller, also known as AJ, who claims to be Jesus of Nazareth. So wow. Yep. Through reincarnation. So that oh my be god. And uh, yep. And we are going to hear if uh, Tilly was tortured or not. We are going to uh, have another digital review about with the movie The Space Between Us. And we are going to talk about uh, Brain Dab Episode 8. 8. It's yes. actually 9. I, I wrote that wrong, sorry. Brain Dead Episode 9. <laughs> oh. Episode 9. Episode 9. Okay. From Norway, USA, and UK, that has been another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 